It's a triple threat match once again here at Sunset Flip Radio. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi. Always join the most handsome man in the room, Alex Dragon. Alex, what's going on today? Hey, look at my... You see my mustache now? I was uh, Bob from Bob's Burger, so I had yeah. to commit fully, so I had to go with the mustache. <laughs> I like it. Uh, not my favorite Magnum P.I. look, but uh, it might go after the I'm show. liking the little patch under the lip. Yeah, the the flavor saver. You always yeah. have that. You never know when you need it. <laughs> see, my, my mustache, it doesn't grow... It grow, comes in light. Cause that's like blonde facial hair, then it goes into brown for me. So, uh, yeah, I don't well, like that. Well, little. you do have like red hair. I do have red hair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's a triple threat match. Uh, Jeff Noyes is back once again for the third time. Third, 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 third time. He's thank back. you for having me, and I'm here with a full red beard. Yes, and a man bun. <laughs> and a man bun. A red so, beard. so uh, happy late Halloween, everybody. Um, I didn't dress up as any wrestlers this year, but you know, it's really funny. We talked about how much we hate the ultimate warrior and I actually did dress up as him when I was in kindergarten when I was like five or six. I don't, I, I can't hold you to what you've done in your past though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I dressed I up. I think as, it was a different time back then. I dressed up as the ultimate warrior. I dressed up as a wolf pack sting when I was like 13 or 14 mm. and I dressed up as uh Steve Austin. Which and, was just and Hogan. You had the Hogan. I don't think. Yeah, that was for my birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah, that was a Hogan. Uh. That was my little Hogan outfit. What I about you? I dressed up as Bubba Ray Dudley one time, and it was, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. Because like, I basically look like Bubba Ray Dudley when <laughs> and I don't have a man bun. And you had the glasses with the tape yeah, on exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you wore just like a like – a, just a, you have the blue I, I tie-dye went, bu- It was, Bubba like, shirt. ECW time, so I mm-hmm. had, like, a tie-dye shirt that, like – you could never buy the actual Dudley Boy shirt from, like, ECW – so I had to get like a ghetto made like tie dye Dudley shirt, and um and I had the glasses and I went with the Carolina like heels hat because okay. that hat was the shit. Yeah, the baby blue one, the the white one that the just white. straight up said heels on it. Because <laughs> Bubba used to wear that all the time to the ring, and like I I wish I knew where I had that hat because it was one of my favorites ever. What about you? Did you ever dress up as a wrestler? <clears throat> I don't think so. On my list of things to do, but, yeah, um, definitely haven't. Um, definitely will in the future. I definitely will. I and mean, for, and you know, I, I gotta go as Macho Man. And I was now, gonna say, yeah, today there's like so many cool things that they have and accessories that you can pick up, and you know, you could look like them. They even have that. It's creepy and it's oddly big, but they have like a mask with his face, with the glasses on. <laughs> He's kind of got like a grunt. His hair, it's weird. It's been around for a while, but this mask is like big. Yeah, see, like if I do the Macho Man, I'm I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go no mask. I mean, obviously I have a beard. Yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. easy to grow just in. Just get the just yeah. get yeah. the glasses and whatever, and then they you gotta actually, buy. You can sell the cape. They sell the cape. You can buy. Yeah, a cape. or yeah. shit, just make it on the uh, WWE like shop website. They have the uh, they have like a savage like crate, and it comes with the crown. From like when he was Macho King, it is awesome. Didn't you, what did you buy? It'll be in by the end of. Today. He's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, no, no, it. seriously, it's coming today. That, I bought fantastic. it already. Yeah, yep. way I'm very ahead. Jealous. Way ahead of you, Chief. So, so it comes I'll with take a picture. I'll put it. I'll post it. Comes with a crown, a T-shirt, a T-shirt. There's um, a uh, random figure with it. Yeah. Oh. It's like, yeah, it's really. Loose. Is it loose? It's nothing like too special. No, loose no. or box figure. Boxed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll come with like an exclusive like box. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was actually, when we were downstairs before we were recording, I was trying to pull it up. I think I did, actually. Yeah, well, find it. Um, Christine, for our anniversary, she bought me a RetroFest Elite Mr. Perfect figure, and she popped her head in here in our little studio, and she's like, look, our anniversary gift's here. Open it up. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then Jeff and Alex were like, dude, what a figure. Because it's an awesome figure. 
Yeah. I mean, I, it, the box itself is, is awesome. And For a guy that simply just wrestled in a singlet, all of his figures are really cool. He's a very toyetic kind yeah. of like, wrestler. Now, now, coming from the, the king of toys over here, I mean, in your opinion, Jeff, it's a nice box, right? Good presentation. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, if I, I mean, obviously no one can see it, but it it looks like an arcade machine is the box. That's the nice thing about that is the arcade look, and on the back it actually has like what looks like the actual video game. Like uh, if you were gonna pick the character to yeah. like you know play as, that's like what the screen looks like. I think it's sweet. I personally open the good majority of my figures. But this is one that I'd probably just buy two of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> double it up. Yeah, yeah, one for me, one for... Yeah. I, I do that a lot where I'll kind of double up. I just did that with the Stanley Lee uh, Marvel Legends figure. Oh, cool. Because it's Stanley. Stanley, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've been just getting figures like as the days go by. And for me, I just like to keep them in the box and hang them on the wall. So, I mean, I, I got to do a, um, a live... Um, well, it's not really. Well, I guess it, it will be a live video, but our new studio, the way it looks, I have a little shrine to the Undertaker in the corner where I have his autograph and a portrait and his new elite figure, which is awesome, which I got at Walmart literally 10 seconds after the woman stocked it. And I called Jeff. I'm like, you want this one? He's like, yeah, I want this one. <laughs> I had to. It's it's yeah. a great figure. Absolutely a great figure. Yeah. And I lucked out. I got the Eo Shirai now and I picked up the Rick Rude. So, I mean, my, uh, the wall here in the studio is getting pretty populated, but it's always a good thing. So you're talking about like great toys. I bought some not so great toys recently, but I just had to have them. Like what? Like, uh, I think the company's called like Figure Toy Company or something like that. They they make absolutely atrocious fucking figures, but <laughs> and that's why they're collectible. But the thing is, is that they had they did a ton of ECW wrestlers, and they kind of are like our scale to like the Jacks Classics. So they put out like. Um, uh, just incredible, New Jack, um, Candido. Oh, is, his, is his head messed up? Yeah. Oh, that's oh yeah. Great. He's that's all scarred awesome. up. Yeah, like it, it's a great concept, but they were just done so poorly. But I, I had to get them because I'm Idea a huge ECW mark. Exactly. <laughs> like they just put out a Francine figure. So after like 20 years, Francine finally gets a figure, and it looks like utter fucking garbage. Like, but you know what? <laughs> That's so ECW about that, though. Uh, I, you know I what? fully agree. You're I like, fully damn agree. it. I hate him, but I love it. But I need him. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? Like, when you look at the old, like, uh, ECW figures that came out in, like, the early 2000s, um, those figures were actually surprisingly great considering, like, their budget. Huh. <laughs> like, San Francisco Toy Makers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Those figures were phenomenal. Like, I got... I need like one or two left and they're not even like hard ones. Wow. But um those figures were so cool. I remember going to the freaking record store. Ah, uh, um, yes. Which, which is now a wig shop. The infamous record right. store. That's where I that was the only place that I ever saw them for sale was we, at the record yeah, store. Yeah, we talked about this when they went out of when they went out of business, I you know, I would drive by and be like, Oh, thirty or forty percent off, but then I totally forgot that. Not just they had, they had tons of great used CDs. That's what I used to buy there mostly. But they had a lot of um, classic superstars, like two sets, three sets. They had a ton of classic. They had a superstars. ton. Like they had one. I remember it was Jimmy Hart and Brett and Jim the Anvil. Yeah, wow. the old school Hart Hart wow. Foundation. Yeah. You know, and I remember I wanted, it was like sixty bucks, and I went. I'm like, ah, oh. and like this is when I never like I 
didn't I watched wrestling but didn't collect the figures. But I was like, now thinking about it, he started like, hanging oh, out with me again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Jeff turned me on to collecting action figures. But I was like, damn, if that place is open still. Or if I went there knowing that it was going out of business, I could have scored just so rated. much good shit. Yeah, yeah, just raided. But you know everything. what, dude? Everybody did. So unless you went like the first. If you weren't the first like five people in for their like initial sale, you probably didn't. Yeah, and I mean, I know that they had it. a lot of um, not just wrestlers, but they had like a lot of like uh, Marvel stuff, like X Men. Oh yeah, dude. Well, they were a comic shop. Yeah, comic shop. Like yeah. it was basically like a third. Like the store was split like a third like music, a third comic books, and a third toys. Do you ever go to the original record store? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. in the in the little they plaza, had, they had three different locations all within like two minutes of yep. each other. Wow! So it was like, awesome. I, I wow. remember going like for years. This may this may sound weird, but there was like a smell. I remember to the record store. Yeah, it smelled just like carpet. I remember yeah. just like this infamous smell. It was carpet, like musty, a... like old records. Yeah, like it just. But it was so cool because I used to go there because the CDs would get released on Tuesdays. Remember the old CD think, containers? Yeah, it was like Tuesdays. this big plastic thing, and it was big for no reason, and then the CD was at the top of it, and they yeah. had to lock it. So you're what we're describing the place that was in Howell, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm from, like, Woodbridge, so I'm up there. So we had vintage vinyl. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Which is a which great I've seen. store also. It's a great store. Also a pretty decent venue. I've seen a couple of bands yeah, there. Same. Um you know, back in uh, end of high school, college. So this is like between like oh five and oh nine, and um, it when you brought up the smell, it made me think of vintage vinyl. Musty. It's just, I guess, it's just classic. There's it's, there's nothing like that old smell. Uh, for me, the old smell that I love is comic books. I crack open like a comic book from the sixties, and I like smell it, and to me, it's the best thing in the world that's like um when i brought up my old ljns the smell yeah. of the rubber oh yeah it, it, dude i open up my display case and you smell the ljn yeah it's, it's so weird it's so weird bad, i mean it's I, just the rubber also it, you yeah. gotta watch out Carson like engine. you gotta watch out like what collection you buy it from because if someone's a smoker oh yeah shit, yeah. those things like reek forever and there's no getting that smoke still out yeah, i the, actually bought a collection from uh um, who's that uh, hardcore wrestler from fucking um, in the movie The Wrestler who fought uh, Mickey Rourke? Ah, shit. Um, Necro Butcher. I oh, bought yeah, like yeah. Uh, Necro Necro Butcher's um, LJN lot, and it smelled like death. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, these were just in a like a what, just like a plastic container, and I opened them up I'm like whoa, <laughs> you know, and. Like they were um, not like sticky, but like they were like a little. They all yeah. They clammy. end up clammy. getting that like yeah. weird, like sticky kind of feel. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, I, I all mean, the LJNs look like fucking uh, Stretch Armstrong. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the Savage, like with his arms up like that. Yeah, he totally yeah. Looks like that. Yeah, he's the one in the front. And if you notice, the one I got off Jeff, the Mean Gene, is hanging out next to the uh, Hasbro's as he's like the commentator for them. <laughs> with a what the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That, that is the most mean gene stuff. I really got to change at display because I just noticed I have the warlord as the first guy you see. <laughs> you had Ted DiBiase like in the middle, yeah. and Warlord right up front. A bunch of jobbers. A bunch of jobbers in the front. Yeah, I got to fix the that Hasbro's, one, but... not the LJNs. The LJN Warlord is like a five hundred dollar figure. Wow, I had to specify because if the toy listeners are out there, it's like, yeah, you would put that one up front. Oh, what the Hasbro Warlord is that much? No, the LJN one is. I never knew that they made one. It was like from the last series, the Black Series. They were like Canadian kind of like uh, uh, releases. Did they make a Barbarian too? No. Oh, Unfortunately, just a... no. That oh. would have been cool. 
But there, there is a barbarian in the uh, AWA Remcos, and uh, that's pretty hard to find. I want to get the Jimmy Hart um, LJN. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Very easy to find. A couple different versions of it, like with like heart placement. Yeah, on, like the microphone, <laughs> but like who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, but that's a classic one too. Nice. I like the managers out of that. I thought that was yeah. Good. I the mean, Facebook Man one is pretty cool. I really enjoy. I mean, I just something about the Mean Gene, just because he's Mean Gene. And he basically did interviews of every wrestler that's up there. So yeah, that's what yeah. that's what makes that special. Well, to me at least. Yeah, no, but, I completely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So well, today's episode, um, it's kind of a it's kind of gonna be a hodgepodge of stuff because, you know, we're gonna talk about the art of the pay per view. Now when when we say pay per view, we think of obviously, you know, the shows that that were once a month where they save all the big matches for, but back in the day there was only four pay per views. Right, there's only four pay-per-views: SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series. And especially with Survivor Series being three weeks away, I think this is a good lead-in to talk about Survivor Series in the beginning of of what do you guys like more? Do you guys like the traditional Survivor Series or the Art of Survival, the final match at the end, or do you kind of like when years ago it was basically just a mixture of matches with one survival match, but now it's Battle of the Brands. So we're seeing three different kinds of Survivor Series yeah. over the thirty two years of his, of his, of its existence and i mean this year's going to be focused around the undertaker some of it is going to be right. because 30 years ago he did put an emphasis on that as well yeah so. they are and Which i do, should yeah they, i do yeah, think he's absolutely. coming back and i do think he's going to come back for an interview and part of me thinks that the fiend may come out and do something you never know i don't know part of me right. thinks that but um for me personally survivor series i really enjoy the good old classic four well, and four beef. he has beef with the undertaker too yeah he so, does I mean, it, it makes storyline sense it would be cool quick you know? it would be cool but i really just don't want to see undertaker just destroy him because like i'd rather have him put fiend over in some weird way yeah like not a match but in some way he kind of puts him over exactly. which if you think with, about there's it, a like, lot of fiend ways looks to do like that. he's kind of going a little bit more face anyway oh, yes. yes so Correct. that Correct. would be cool that yeah. would be a really nice way to do it is have uh taker kind of officially make it like all right he's face now yeah because I mean, this like, is taker what we gets wanted. saved by fiend like someone jumps taker and then like orton tries to go after taker since you know legend, legend killer, killer. Uh, and then like fiend that. comes out to save undertaker would be a nice angle because then it also fits in with everything he's doing with randy with orton too so yeah, yeah. It, it makes again storyline sense which you know for us if it was that easy for us to figure out they're never gonna figure that oh out. yeah yeah that, Vince, you can hire me yeah, if you want yeah you always say that and i love how you always say that because it's the truth it's yeah the fans come up with like again we're three fans that you know, 30,000 other fans can think of the same thing. But the reason it's... why, and I'll, I'll tell you why, it's with anything we do. Yeah. The more involved you're with it, uh, the less creative you can be. When you take a, when you get an outsider's opinion or somebody else, um, you're, you're basically in the picture, so you can't, uh, you're in the frame, so you can't see the picture. We're the dedicated fan. We're the people right. that are watching all day, dissecting Correct. everything that's yep. going on. The we, people that write. We're on a podcast right now talking about it. You yeah, know? yeah. So. We're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this out of the love of our fucking you right. Know, of the sport of, yeah, the sport of professional wrestling. The sport of professional wrestling. It is, yeah. For me and to me, obviously, it's it's a, it's a fucking sport. I think it's, it's, a, sport. it's totally a sport. It's totally a sport. Yeah, your nips are coming through on that yeah. white shirt of yours. I know you're getting excited. Yeah, it's it's. It, because not just it is it's just a sport the athletic ability you need 
You're you're risking your body every time you go out there. I think it's a sport. I couldn't honestly. do it. This man to my right, yeah. I don't know who can though. So I did it. It's one hundred percent a sport. There's no if ands or buts about it's it. It's not entertainment. I didn't even have to when I was little. I didn't even have to think about that. Like no, you never order, thought about in it. In order to be able to do that, you have to be athletic yeah. in some capacity, yeah. dude. Even like you know, I love this man to death. But the blue meanie, like he does not look like he's athletic at all. He does a fucking backflip. Mm-hmm. Like six feet off the air, you know, do you know, up on the top rope, he does a backflip. Like, it's amazing. A good example. You are a talented human being to do yeah. that. Look at Yokozuna. Yoko, oh, yeah. Yokozuna was over 500 pounds, and countless wrestlers, Easy. you talk about everyone from Undertaker to Bret Hart, said how athletic of a man he was. Definitely. Yeah. For his yeah. size. Yeah. Especially to be in ring shape too, which yeah, I know yeah. you can talk more about because yeah. that's different than it's being so a track different. and field star, yeah. or football player, and whatever. That's a whole nother world. That they talk about. Uh, oh, he blew up. Yeah, right. That's the term. Yeah, um, where he just you know he got gassed and was, he just couldn't finish it. So ring yeah. shape, in your opinion, I mean, because obviously you're a professional wrestler, it's more conditioning than anything else, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Even like the big guys, they still need the conditioning. They need the cardio. I. Um, uh, luckily work tag teams. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when yeah, I got right. blown up, not if when I got blown up, I would tag out. So yeah, but that's the, that's the beauty of tag team wrestling also is you can help out the guys that are like that, you know, the yeah. juiced up dudes or, you know, the heavier guys and right. stuff like that. But yeah, being in cardio, like wrestling shape is so different than like any other sport. Like baseball players can't do professional wrestling. No, they just they just can't. Maybe like you know, judge or something like that is like even at that he probably get blown up. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's so different than any other sport. Man. Well, baseball, yeah. Imagine doing sixty part. minutes of this. You know, even if it is like a Royal Rumble or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You still are like moving. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole sixty minutes. Like All Brett and Sean, impressive. you watched as like holy shit, these guys are fucking insane. Like those are the two like best conditioned athletes like in the world and then, and then when you think about it you're like you know what i do appreciate a rest hold because i get it yeah. oh yeah dude you have to throw in some yeah. and, then, and, then, and then we we, we, t- we talked about this during our mount rushmore episode how many 60 minute matches rick flair did yeah steamboat yeah. uh window not even and they Everybody. weren't even iron man matches they no. were literally just draws time limit draws yeah dusty roads mind-boggling how mm-hmm. long Dusty Rhodes was capable of wrestling? You look at him and be like, wow, that guy's out of shape. Well, totally out of shape, but he was still capable of doing everything he did for 60 minutes. More with so, a guy like Flair. More yeah. impressive back then than it is, I'd want to say today, because everybody's more conditioned. There's more avenues to yeah, get Yeah, we fit know. We've thing. seen how it was, so we right. know how to condition ourselves. But I'm looking at all these wrestlers here. Half of them smoke, drank, uppers, oh. downers, and <laughs> everything in between. But they still went for 60 minutes. Yeah. And, and they then all went, uh, chain smoked in the back, and, and booked to the next city and, and did it again and the they, next night. Like, then, how then, the fuck then, are you doing that? Then they that? blew two gaggers in the fucking bathroom before they went out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I just love Sandman smoking to the ring. Yes. <laughs> This is real. This is gonna get like it's like awesome. half a pack of cigarettes and like a case of beer. Well, like he was the the every man's every man. Right? Yeah. He was. And, and you know what? He it was, was the, the most. Uh, you know what Sandman reminds me of? A football Sunday. He is the epitome <laughs> of football Sunday in a nutshell. That's he, what you He did. was the original man's man, definitely. <laughs> he was. He was. Screw was, the William Regal oh, gimmick. In those American it. flag pants. Yeah. Screw the William Regal gimmick. Sandman was the original God, man's man. Definitely. Any guy that comes down to the ring flashing a weapon like a kendo stick 
smashing beers on your head and smoking a half a pack of cowboy killers. That's pretty impressive to me. And Zubas. And Zubas, Zubas yeah. yeah. Do you... Um, Lord. The, I remember the most infamous Sandman moment, and you probably know this, Jeff, and I think you might know this too, was when he was uh, put on the crucifix oh. by Raven. And, it, and that's because that Kurt Angle did not join. Like, that's that why was the Kurt same Angle episode. didn't join ECW. Yeah. Wow. Kurt Angle wins the gold medal. A couple months later, he goes to e- he was invited to an ECW show. There's a video of him like yep. in the ring, but yep. they couldn't legally show it. It's on the Rise Kurt, and like, Fall. Freaked out. It's wow. on the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD. It's on the network. But basically, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Stevie Richards talks about it, and he talks about how oh, Raven, him, and the Blue Meanie are Stevie's in crazy shape. Are tying up Sandman to the crucifix, and Blue Meanie's like, I don't know if I can do this, like, this, man. Is fucked up. Yeah, man. this yeah. is fucked up, man. If, if they're saying it, and his you know. son well, is standing, Raven. he's he's crazy. He, yeah, and he, he is out there. Sandman's son then gets like brainwashed by Raven, and he's standing on the apron doing the Raven sign. And literally, like Sandman has like the fucking barbed wire in his head, oh. and he's and like that was the that was even the crazier. Yeah. thing. Not only is he put up on a cross, <laughs> he gets a crown of thro- yeah. uh, thorns. Well, and, they did something like that in uh, Ring of Honor too. Seth Rollins was a part of that. Yeah, but like, look at how long afterwards that was. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I guess you can say it was kind of like redone, kind of like an homage. It got but, to the it got but to the, did it need to be yeah. an homage? Yeah, it got you to know the what point. I'm talking about though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It got Home to the point where down, uh, I think the blood was dripping down. It was pretty sick, and he had a white jacket on. Yeah, Raven had to come out and apologize for any religious. Uh, he said religious pictures or whatever he was and, trying to display. And he's Jewish. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was the other thing too that oh. everybody was like going ape shit about. Great, you got him again. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Stevie Richards and Blue Mini who are who admit that they're both Catholic, and then they're tying Sandman to the crucifix, and Raven, who's a Jewish man, is leading this. And then Kurt Angle, who says, I'm, I don't want my picture on the show. They, he, they paid him the money, and then they never saw him again. Wow. He was there for one day and one day only. But if you watch the the DVD, you can look it up on, on YouTube. It's yeah, pretty the, crazy The video is everywhere that, now. That's my only Sandman memory. I mean, obviously, Sandman, I've watched him wrestle. I, I wrestled him a bunch of times. I wrestled really? his son. Mm, okay. I wrestled Tyler, which is, like, the funnier thing, too. Like, you know, just. Did you get hit by a kendo stick by Sandman? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He lit me the fuck up. In the back, uh, back head, everything. It, it didn't matter. He Nintendo Six hurt. Remember we were talking about yeah, this yeah. a couple weeks ago. Now They're that terrible. you mentioned it, yeah, yeah. But like at the same point, like I wore like a shirt when I wrestled, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't like Tommy Dreamer in those fucking suspenders with the uh, "Thank you, sir, I have another gimmick." Mm-hmm. And then he got hit in the nuts by Jerry Lawler, and, and uh, it literally ruptured his testicle. It did. Yep, Damn. it literally ruptured his testicle. He gave him a little tippy. Fuck Jerry yeah. Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> that boy ain't right. I'm <laughs> still embarrassed over that. So, so we were talking about Survivor Series, and I mean, leading into this discussion about pay per views, I mean, for me, nothing gets me going than the than the traditional Survivor Series matches, the art of survival. Just because you teamed up guys who you never think would get teamed up before, and they came up with the, with the with the stupid yet hilarious names, and just just the the whole match, it was. Because you knew that most of the time the faces are going to win, honestly. And, you know, they did throw that a little shock and awe moment. But, I mean, for me, I really enjoyed Survivor Series when it was like that. Now it's going to be that with the men and women, but they're going to cross the shows. You're going to have Reigns against Orton. You're going to have Banks against Oscar. Right. Brand supremacy. Brand supremacy. And 
I liked it last year when NXT and it was Same. involved, but I now thought, I thought that broke up the monotony. Now they're they not gave doing you another it. wrinkle. Yeah. Um, to who can actually win it? Now they're not doing it because of the whole COVID stuff. So now it's back to Raw and SmackDown. But for me, my favorite is back in the day with the original ones. For me, that's just nothing got me going more than watching I, those. I like that. Uh, I really did enjoy those a lot. Like growing up, Survivor Series was like one of my absolute favorite pay per views. It used to be on Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like, and you'll see like old videos of like uh, Awful and Sika like munching on the turkey legs yeah. and stuff Just like, like they and, do. And uh, Bash yeah. and Booger yeah. going to town on the turkey. Oh yeah, like, during halftime of the football game. Yeah. yeah, but it was cool because like it, it gave everybody like work. It was the easiest way yes. to book everybody to or at least a good majority yeah. on yeah. your roster like a match. Yeah, because think about it. It was always like one main storyline, which it's was like your captains and then everybody else yeah. who mm-hmm. might have had something or started something afterward, blah, blah, blah. Um, and like you said, random just people. Now, the original playing. Survivor Series from 80s, I want to say 88, they had a tag team match where it was, I want to say it was four tag teams on each side. So you had 16 guys working the match. Wow. And uh, you had eight guys, seven guys on the apron, one guy in the ring. So say if one guy... Lumberjack. Yeah, basically when one member of the team got eliminated, both teams got eliminated. But having 16 people in a match, I I mean, that requires a lot of what? Choreography? There's so A lot of planning. There's a lot of moving Yeah. It's mass chaos. A lot of things could go wrong. And the original match from 88, I remember, that was when... The de- that was when Demolition and the Powers of Pain did the good old face-heel switch. Yeah. Because Fuji was with Demolition. You had Powers of Pain, who were faces, actually the team captains. And it turns out that Fuji hit Smash with the cane. And then Axe pushed Fuji, Warlord and Barbarian come over, save Fuji. Then the face-heel um, switch happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even in those kind of matches, you did see some small storylines. Yeah happen but i mean they did a lot of that actually they did a lot of like switches mm-hmm. you know that's when owen hart uh you know switched yep that, and and that was great great like setup yeah you know the hart family you know doing their thing it was fantastic yeah. and it really like benefited too yeah no that was a, that, and that was one of the survivor series where it wasn't all focused on the four and four matches yes right. 1992 i believe was the first was it 92 or 91 91 no, 92 when Hogan lost to Taker. 92. 91. 91. 91 then. Yeah, it was 91 when he lost to to uh, Taker, and that was when Ric Flair got involved. But, yeah, I mean, like, that was yeah, when you first yep. started seeing matches that were in four and fours thrown into there. So, I mean, I like Survivor Series. as one of my favorite pay-per-views. I mean, obviously, nothing's more important than WrestleMania. Yeah. But um, Survivor Series, it's up there for me. Not as well, It's probably three, actually. Mania, oh, Rumble, got it, got it. Survivor Series, SummerSlam. I mean, SummerSlam's okay. I mean, SummerSlam is just... I put SummerSlam over... Survivor Series wasn't my jam. Okay. Not really my jam now, but it's a pay-per-view. I watch it. Oh, yeah. I always get involved. I love it. Um, but, like, when you're ranking those big four, um, I just flip-flop the last two. So okay. Survivor Series last. Um, Mania, Rumble. I always like the Royal Rumble, I think. Taking uh, WrestleMania out of it because that's again it's a WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, Royal Rumble I think is one of my favorites. That's that's number one. Yeah. It, like, it's just the Rumble whole, besides WrestleMania. It's yeah, number one. I, yeah. I think just for what it is, um, with everybody and and how it's you know, a spectacle. Who, yeah. The you history know, now we know, of the match itself. Before, yeah. so I I feel like obviously older Rumbles were better because you didn't know who was going to come out. 
now you can kind of figure out you're like you well know here's the list of characters be. i mm-hmm. i want them to go back to here here comes a random ass hand oh, yeah. <laughs> they're turning the uh, lottery balls and somebody comes and grabs one like give me that again yeah i missed that come on we got it a couple of years ago and i think that was the last time we've seen it maybe two or three years ago um bring that back like that that's... but they'll do that and they'll still put number 30 as like john cena yeah or like right Randy or Orton. somebody you know and that that or was you annoying get somebody who left it and they'll switch yeah. it like mm-hmm. I, I like that yeah you yeah. know or they they did that with a uh, crime time like they they switched out <laughs> yeah, uh numbers that was pretty damn cool yeah yeah, the thirtieth superstar and all the Roman matches. Most of the time, it is predictable. Like when uh, Triple H always predictable. When when Triple H won the belt at that Royal Rumble, because the winner of the Rumble was the champion. He yes. came out as thirty, set yes. the program up at Reigns at WrestleMania right. thirty two. Dallas, yep. well, yeah, whatever. We all knew that was coming. But like yeah. when Cena came back from that injury, yeah. and he was number thirty, and he came back like four months See, earlier. That was that was a little unexpected because you didn't know he was coming. Correct. Yeah, that, that one, was the yeah. only that was time a big I shock. think. When I was shocked and surprised, like, and they, and that was the last pay per view at the time at MSG, I think. And um, he came out, and everybody that, that was place, a huge pop. He had a Road Warriors pop. That yeah, was huge. But, but it still takes away from being like because he took out Batista, right? Yeah, yeah. But it still takes away from like the whole oh, who the hell's like you know like the randomness of it. Yeah, because yeah. you still know a big name is going to be thirty. Like I went to watch. I just went back and watched 94, and um, I'm pretty sure number 30 was the Red Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or remember 30 was R-Truth a couple of years ago because they won. Yeah. The, so that's another thing. I, I They I, won the mixed match tournament. I want something with Survivor Series to affect the following pay-per-view, the big one. Yes. Like it did in the past. Like we've had it where whoever wins on this team, let's say they're the sole survivor, um, they become – entrant number 30 or whatever one one number that isn't a surprise it's fine Mm -hmm. but like if you make something you know if if we give everybody a reason to fight instead of just throwing random people together it it gives you a little bit more vested interest on top of whatever story they're able to tell within those you know within that match itself well no i like i like something that gives me a little something going forward no especially you know what would be really good with that um if you do like the whole brand supremacy thing, the four on four match, four raw, four SmackDown, if you put those guys, you know, like let them do their match. Right. Whatever the winning team is, if it's one person, he's gonna be number thirty in the rumble. Yeah. Or I know where you're going with that. Or if they had like two, three, or even four, right, left let on the them team. have like a match at the next pay per view and the winner of that would be number 30 for the rumble. Yeah. That something. would be an awesome lead up for and rumble. You'll you'll get more more people, more eyes more on the interested, more like, interested like you know. Yeah. And it it's long-term storytelling because yes. oh, you have to remember that this person won and obviously yes. with packages which WWE is probably the best at doing. Definitely. They'll put something together and remind you come uh uh, Royal Rumble Day. Yeah. See that? I let. I love that. I think that would be an awesome idea. I love it because it's, then it's it kind makes of mind-boggling that they haven't done that yet. We should just book every match with WWE. We really, <laughs> we really should. We really should. Dollar store and get sure. some pads yeah. and some yeah. pens. <laughs> but like, see that idea is is beautiful. It's too good to be true. Oh, that too. it is too good. And now, like, the thing with Survivor Series now. Now, if you think about the storylines leading into Survivor Series, they got to be put on pause for a couple of weeks because yes, every. Yes. Yeah. The, f- the fact that they do the best of the best and the fact that, that they're promoting brands just means... And you know you're not means... getting the best of the best because you're not no. going to... 
don't hey listen if you tease the bag you're gonna get the mess baby. yeah like <laughs> you know you're basically just promoting for three four weeks depending on how much time there is in the last pay-per-view to survivor series you're promoting the interbrand matches you're mm-hmm. promoting all this stuff but like the storylines kind of fade into the background a little bit and then that just sets it up for the next pay-per-view which i like when whole, they do yeah. it though sometimes they will incorporate it into a match yeah. like they'll have a run-in from somebody yeah or if like so like you know uh it looks like Sheamus and Strowman are going to like probably start like a feud. Like, you know, they'll do something like in the match where like it screws one of the other guys yes. over. They will do something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's never like the main event no. for no. the next pay-per-view. No, they always put everything on hold for only yes. what feels like a month. So after this last pay-per-view, which was Hell in a Cell, you knew Survivor Series is coming up. You know what Survivor Series is. So you know you're like, all right, well, I'll see you in December. Let's see what yeah. we pick up here. We'll see you at the... Hopefully, they plug in something worth noting to carry the storylines, like you just said, Jeff. Or, um, you know, we're, we're getting this champion versus this champion. So, wait, this is basically a whole other night of champions thing? Yeah, like, why I get that. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. like, why does it matter? It doesn't, because it doesn't guess what? Matter. And I told you before it's, we came It's upstairs, almost a waste of a month. Somebody's going to lose the belt like they have every year when they started doing it this way that that match that they're advertising a whole month beforehand is not you're not going to get um randy versus uh roman i don't think we're going to get that something's going to happen in between mm, that time i think we will if we do i i will i'd be 100 percent for it pro. I'm, i'd be 100 percent. i'm 100 percent for it i want to see it but like the wrestling fan in me is yeah. like, it's like it's not I'm gonna not happen. Gonna get that because like, that's what I want to see. They won't do heel versus heel, but they'll do face versus face. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they are with the with well, like I said, like the New Day and the Prophets, for example. But the fact that the Hurt Business went over the New Day last night, which means that okay, so maybe next week on Raw they'll announce a tag team match. Hurt Business wins. Correct. Hurt Business versus Profits at Survivor Series. All that's Survivor still Series a great match. All Survivor Series now is just to get the little tally in the win column that you keep it going into the end of the night so you can say, oh, Raw was the best show over SmackDown, just like oh, NXT won last year. What if that match is for a New Day heel turn? Since Big E is gone, keep yeah. him as the big face, and then Kofi and Xavier go heel on the Street Profits. That's... That could be true, or Big E comes back to celebrate with those guys. And, and maybe and he, he turns heel. Yeah, so. Well, Big E did, yeah. It's funny because Big E did say, he's like, you know, there's a change coming. Yeah, I've seen Something's that. Something's coming. So maybe that's it. Yeah. Which, okay, so I, I do face or fa- face-to-face with uh, Street Profits and New Day. That still works for me. Yeah, totally. Because it's so entertaining. Yeah. When you have yeah, entertaining just, faces they're, like they're that, all they, they mesh well. Yeah. Those guys are all fantastic in the ring. Montez Ford can't jump any higher. That guy, yeah, Holy he's he's the second if best they were frog the, splash. If I mean, they were Van Dam in the performance center, he would have hit that fan insane. that was in there. Yeah, I see. Like when you when you dissect the tag teams these days, and he turned around mid air. Like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty yeah. crazy. You always try to find the guys that you think that can break out and have a good career yeah. single wise. You look at the new day. Do I really think that Xavier Woods can have a good singles career? No, no, he's too beat up. He, he has is. a lot of health issues. I think uh, I can see Montez Ford breaking away and having a solo career i can see we talked about this last time i was on both of those guys either one of them can be successful singles wrestlers yeah montez ford could make it further than dawkins dawkins could be a a mid-card champ i could see both of them 
going above and beyond. Yeah, because they're All both right. really good. Oh, I hey, I'm I'm down for I it. I think Montez Ford on the microphone in the ring because the street the way he sells. Yeah, but Dawkins doesn't need to be smoke. great on the mic. No, he doesn't need to be great. He's he, big enough. He's, he's a great. Yeah. He's a good coast. You know, he, like he can carry it with Ford. But I mean, I think I mean technically, I think they're both very good wrestlers. I think the most I think they're the most entertaining tag team definitely yeah. right now in right WWE. Now, yes. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah, definitely. But and it, and that's a shame. You know, and I mean, I love them, but they just don't put any effort into the tag team division now. No, no, it's it's washed away. We always talk about this. It's it, it's completely washed away. It hasn't been the same since the golden era. I'm sorry. No, I don't think hasn't. it will be. It, it's just going to be. It's whatever like, yeah, they it's, come it, up with. It's a the hodgepodge of The last of time there were good tag teams were the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, APA, um, Edge and Christian, as much as I don't want to put Christian over. <laughs> all right. um, like yeah. all of those like teams. Do were you the have last any Christian team. figures? I, got, I never asked you. Nope. <laughs> really? Nope. <laughs> although, although I do, I will eventually get the, the one the that just one? came up with the Brood. Yeah, come on. Because Wait, I like the Attitude Era the figures. Yeah. And I like uh, I want to do like a nice tag team display, so unfortunately I have to incorporate. Did it. they ever make a yeah. uh, Gangrel Edge and Christian no. set? That'd be awesome if they are did. You, wait, are you kidding me? Like no, a, like a brood set. That'd be awesome if they did. They have like for the new lineup. They that, never put a Gangrel figure out, money. and that needs to be. That'd be an awesome they need set to do one. Like a three pack of them as the brood. Completely agree. Because they just put out like the Christian for the brood. They put out a Edge um, that was a SummerSlam one. That's like his brood gear. Wow. So give me Gangrel. Yeah. They never had all three, and he's got to have the cup of blood. They got, he, he, I know, he's he got to have the goblet. The Come blood. on. Yeah. They're missing the boat on that. That's awesome. the easiest thing the... to fucking do. Yeah, I wish Gangrel, like Vince, understood him. Like I just wish that Vince got it because I think that ga- like that character could have done really well, but they just didn't really do anything with it. No. And it's funny that like well, the I people mean, that got over the most really. was Edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. When Gengar came in, you know, he came in as a vi- vampire gimmick. Then the Brood came. Then he kind of took the back seat as like a manager kind of. Yeah. And yeah. he wasn't even in the Ministry. No. Or like. <laughs> He just phased away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I still think to this day, Gangrel is one of the best entrances I've seen. Definitely. The, yeah. The, oh my god. Yeah, but the fire. <laughs> yeah. And they came through on the side of the ring. I yep. think. In he had he had the look yeah. too. He had the, the, he the he, I mean, and he was good the in the shirt, ring. The white shirt. Like, he was pretty good in the mm-hmm. ring. Like I I don't know. He still wrestles now. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he does a lot of like indie stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like so. if you really look at Attitude Era stars and like guys that are like kind of undervalued and unappreciated, I think the Gangrel, brood, Gangrel, definitely in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say the Brood in general because you know they did so much with Edge mm-hmm. and uh, the other guy. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, they just really dropped the ball. Now, now what is it? Like they, it was they dropped the ball now. with Gangrel. What is it with Christian? You just don't. I think I, is, is it because not interesting. You just think he rode all. the coattails of Edge and just yes. as a good like uh, have he you was met, have you met henchman? I never or? I okay. haven't met right. him. I'm Actually, just, I, just, I did like years ago. You know, right. like when I was like a kid. There's a lot of people you know, who think but, that he should be in the Hall of Fame. There's yeah, a lot, there's a of, lot people. of stupid people in this world. <laughs> um, today, well, I mean, is, today is one of those days where you notice there's a lot of stupid people. Oh, yeah. in the world. If you if you if you think about. Christian, right? So he was the tag team partner to Edge. He was part of the whole TLC matches, matches that changed tag team history, whatever you want to say it. And then I think the only reason why he won the World Heavyweight Championship belt when he did was because Edge retired. Yes. And then he went over. It was an homage to Edge. It was only to put Edge even more over. Yes. 
That's all that it was. Tell me one moment that you ever were like, oh, man, Christian was so good. Give me one memorable <laughs> moment of Christian himself. That's when you're supposed to be, I'll wait. <laughs> when, no. I'll wait. When there, there was a there was a, a backstage segment with him and Tyson Tomko. And, I'm, I'm done already. And, 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 Cena, and Cena rapped a line about him, and then, he wanted Tomko to say, he's like, Tomko, give me a beat. And then Christian started rapping. That was the only funny thing I remember about it. Yeah, but like, that's like a funny moment. Mm -hmm. He can do like that kind of shtick, but yeah. Where was any moment that he was like above and beyond in a match? I mean, that you were like, damn. When, when, when he won the light heavyweight title off of X Pac, that was pretty cool. But wait, like that was like 1999 <laughs> when the light heavyweight champion was a thing. And, and Edge was the one that made him win. Yeah. Jeff, let's do a five second pose. Yeah. It's it's just nothing. It's, I guess. it's nothing. There's no moment <laughs> for the where Christian was ever it's a over. Photography. That's why they're saying now, like the whole legends bar that they just oh, had. Like a, I was no. like, I was disgusted. <laughs> like one of these things is not like the other. You got <laughs> Big threw, Show. Threw, you have Shawn Michaels, now. Ric Flair, Christian. <laughs> he, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Hey, tell me how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. To me, Christian really never bothered me. I always just thought of him as like a side guy for Edge. Never liked his music, Christian. <laughs> that was the oh, only said, time. Yeah, I guess you I, said you I, did I will, like that. I will you said say, you like that, yeah. I'm going to put one thing over for Christian. His music. I liked every one of his themes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I liked every one of his theme songs in yes. WWE. You can run and, and that's it. <laughs> I love it. And when he used to come out and like, look, like, hand on top Christ, of his head. Christian for the peeps. For the peeps, yeah. For the peeps. Yeah. What peeps? What yeah. Peeps? All six people in a nosebleed. It's Love Christian. Yeah, and the only pop that he got was when he won the title because obviously it was because just a edge. story for it was Edge. A match yeah. match. It was a match. <laughs> the hate. Yeah. Do. Man. Do hot. Uh, my my blood is boiling right now. <laughs> wow. So you hate Christian the most. For me, it's Warrior and New Day. And then for you, it's Hulk Hogan. I was going to wear my New Day shirt today. Uh, just, I, you oh, know, great. I'm so happy that they broke up, honestly. Because everybody wants the, the the why are you shaking your head? Because I was waiting for this. It, it always comes up in some. Capacity. Yeah, because it does every single time. It just makes so much more sense for them not to be together. Well, yeah, now it does. Yeah, well, yeah because yeah. It's seven years later. Yeah, I'm, even four years ago, I think, when when they were having the good program at the bar. Tom, is it because they're black? No, it's not because. All right. just, I gotta check. No, it's not. He is a Boston fan. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. No, I just think that like even when I think when they dropped it to the bar, well, Kofi's from Boston. Well, no, he's from Ghana, West he's Africa. He's from Ghana, Excuse West me. Africa. <laughs> Excuse me. He's from Ghana, West Africa. Don't you have a Jamaican accent? Right. <laughs> yeah, didn't Chris Jericho say that too? No, it was Triple H. Oh, yeah. Triple H. Because, you know, burying people. Do you remember how Xavier Woods got called up? Uh, it was something oh, with... Oh, in the uh, Funkadactyl? When he was with the like, Funkadactyl. Yeah. He was with uh, yeah. Brutus Clay. Yeah. And he did that... Uh, Somebody call your mama. Yeah. He's, a, he's always been involved in three ways, if you noticed. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paige. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yeah. Oh, Paige. Oh, shame. Yeah. Oof. Man, that's I, just, I, that just she's like complaining the now the about the whole. Uh, they're, they're taking her Twitch away. Yeah, they're taking the Twitch away, and I don't know. I think she she started back up again or something. So. Yeah, I think she said they're not going to take this away from me, and like that's fine. She needs to get a paycheck. You know, let her do her thing. Yeah. In the well, the same she, she AJ style. I mean, she's not wrestling. She's never gonna wrestle. Like, no. you know, just yeah. let her do she's her not, thing. She's never gonna wrestle but, again. You know, how long is that contract for? She's just getting paid to do nothing. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Well, she was on backstage. That's like the that's like the uh, what is it? Uh, The Jacoby Ellsbury of WWE contract. (laughs) They took his parking spot away. (laughs) (laughs) They did really. (laughs) Well, he's finally gone. Yeah. Oh, is he gone? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll never play baseball again. Fuck him. No, no. You know what? He was. I liked him. You know what? The of course you did. You're a Red Sox fan. (laughs) I'll tell you what the contract is. That is the Bobby Bonilla contract. Yes. Of WWE. Every August first, right? He gets paid a million dollars. I know. July first. July first. Whatever it is. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. You know what? Tough life. You look back. It was a smart deal. Who like (laughs) God? It was brilliant by him to go off into a baseball on on a wrestling pad. Like, come on. Like that that cracks me. Dude, that cracks me up. Yeah. That contract, how the hell, like, we're talking about the Mets. The Mets don't make any It's the most sense. Met move human possible. <laughs> that is the most Met thing to happen. Yeah. And they're still going to pay him for another, like, 10 years, I yep. think, at I think, least. No, I think I think he's almost done. I think no, they got no, it. No, dude, no, no, there's no, no, still no, no. another at least 10 years. I think it's, I You're really, kidding me. I really think it's 11 years. Yeah. I want to say 11 more years yeah. he gets paid. So I just I pray that that guy lives another eleven years. Yeah. Oh, he will. I just rake that he in. Will. He, he will. God bless him. It's yeah. so funny, man. Does anybody know what he's doing? Can we? Put he's him probably on a chilling out in like he's Tampa. Just chilling out, knowing that he's gonna get a million one. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like. Man, Fourth of July. He's he looks like, uh, uh, you know, Apollo Creed and <laughs> uh, Rocky too. With Living all the in America. That's exactly throwing him. the towel, Rock. <laughs> Don't do it. That's exactly what's going on in this whole Uso feud. Oh yeah, I like. I like. Well, you knew that he was going to cross over to the dark side. You you yeah, did, but obviously. I didn't. I didn't think it was going to Jimmy the Gimp. Right away. Jimmy the Gimp is going to get involved too. Yeah, yeah. We, I didn't think it was going to happen. We had like this, this cool theory. Friday. It's going to be the whole Jinder and uh, the Singh brothers, but instead it's Roman Reigns and the Usos. We uh, are they going to lay the carpet down for him? Yeah. I hope so. Uh, well, it's going to be those three, but remember we talked about how we thought that Rikishi should have gotten involved? Yeah. We, we yes. talked about we talked about this, and we said that if you really want to get some good heat with the Usos, bring in One Rikishi, That's all just spear That's Roman Reigns. That's yeah. what Tom said. Spear yeah. Roman Reigns. Spear, I, I told yeah. him, like, I saw him, like, after you mentioned that, and I was like, dude, it, it's perfect. Just one spear on Rikishi, rocket heat. Like, yeah. red hot heat. See, that's why I think what happened on Friday could have been delayed he could have reluctantly done it as a face to just appease roman until he really had to buy into the system because his dad is now involved it's way too soon that would have that would have been it like they they have me that whole feud has me they're they're rushing that entertained thank you this week this past friday i I didn't get a chance to watch it i seen it should have been more of a slow burn yes it should have happened around uh survivor series thank you Yep. Yeah, so he turns heel, and he attacks Daniel Bryan. So, but like, you know, who gives a shit about that feud? Like, no, I'm like, just saying, like Daniel I Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's a nothing yeah. thing. Daniel yeah. Bryan. Thing. Yeah, Daniel you know Bryan was the one that took be... that took the effect. Yeah, he's he's there to advance this one story that they're telling. It doesn't involve him, but yeah, yeah. he's just a part it's, of it. And, and when Jimmy comes back, he's gonna eventually join too. I think that you'll see he him. You'll see him maybe or be he, reluctant about it. If you'll he see him doesn't. Then that's where the two Uso brothers feud. Uh, Jimmy that's what probably, it should be, though. Right. That's when but Jimmy only goes for over like and month. brings him, his brother back. Yes. And yeah. then they go after Roman in some way or whatever. But What? So you're saying that you think Jimmy brings Jay back and then just drops the whole Roman thing with him? But that would be after he, like, this is, after this is Mania. Way, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a that long That would be six months out. later. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, honestly, Roman Reigns is going to be champion for a very long time. Yeah, he for has a very, to be for a very long time, especially if if that lead up for him fighting the Rocket Mania, oh, yeah. he needs to be champion for a if year. If that's not the Mania oh, main man. event, then they just completely drop yeah. the fucking ball. Like, like, like if if it's gonna be him versus Rock for the belt, he goes over on Rock. He needs to beat CM Punk's record, yes. or like whatever CM Punk's number was. No, I don't not think record, it's CM Punk. Like, I think it's uh, Brock Lesnar technically. Because they tried to wipe him out, I think. Brock Lesnar fought like six matches over four hundred. That's, that's the shitty part, though. I know. I know. That's I why I, I still look at it as punk. Yeah. I don't see him coming back. I don't see Brock coming back. Probably not. No. Well, not now. No, I just don't think he's coming back in general. I think he's done. There's no need. There, there really isn't no well, he need. Made all his money in that. Short I mean, if he's gonna come back, really he's never to gonna come back full time. Even no. though he never was full time, but he no. might come back for like a match. So like, but it wouldn't be anything. Like, so, ridiculous. so this is the mystery that lies right now on the, on the whole SmackDown brand is who's the next guy to take over and go after Roman? Is it Daniel Bryan who got beat up by Uso who works for Roman? Maybe, but technically, if you if you look at that whole roster, right. I don't see a force that can go against Roman. I don't there really that. isn't. I don't either. Because um, I think uh, Brian is going to get involved yeah. with uh, Seth at one point. I think Owens is going to go for Sami Zayn. That's my opinion. They're going to start that. Big E as a face. That's the eventually. Only, that's that's the it. Eventually, but it's not going to happen until after Rumble or after Mania. It depends on who wins the Royal Rumble. Like exactly. We, we said this. If Tom's Big, been saying yeah. that for if, several if, episodes. If Big yeah. E... Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I completely have the same thought process. If Big E wins the Royal Rumble, then he is going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But if he loses, then it's going to be Rock and Roman. So, at this point, we should probably... I guess go back into the best pay-per-views and talk about how good Royal Rumble is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Royal Rumble is <laughs> amazing. Right. So, because, so. like, we're talking about lead-ups right now on, like, uh, just fantasy booking. Why? Because Royal Rumble is always the big payoff before Mania. Right? It is. Which it's... And that's why it's always number two to Mania. Yes. You know, and in, in, if you categorize yeah. it from one through back, four. Now, even when the Royal Rumble debuted, it only debuted with 20 superstars when, when Hacksaw Jim Duggan won. Yeah. But it just picked up so much steam and so much popularity from then. And they've had battle royales forever. Yeah, they've yeah. had battle royals. So that royals. wasn't a new idea. They had one at WrestleMania 2. Yeah. They've had a couple thrown in at a gimmick battle royal WrestleMania uh, it's, 18. It's the fact of people coming in one after the other after the other yeah. like that, that. That's when it became something huge. Right. Not everybody's already in the ring. Yeah. And like they because changed. Because that's when it was surprising of like who's going to They start changed the time limits. Like when, when Michaels won the first one. It was 30 one, minutes. It was 30 like, seconds. Was 30 yeah. seconds in between each wrestler yeah, that rumble was a half an hour that rumble was like nothing yeah and then when alberto the real one there was 40 people in the rumble that was when they bumped it up to 40 then they had the greatest year, rumble yeah. when it was like 50 people or yeah, something like that. that don't count but like yeah but like there were, 30 is the money number yeah like that's perfect 30 Anything over that is thir- just, in, in a minute in between each person and i'll, and I'll tell you yeah. why because the more you want to have 40, 50 people in it. Obviously, you know that's everybody who's going to be in it. Yeah. Part of the surprise is, oh, shit, this guy's not in it. Yes, yeah, certain yeah. people aren't going to make the rumble. Right. Now, yeah. like, when they started integrating, like, classic re- or old school wrestlers. To fill love up it. some spots. I yeah. love it, too. I love it, too. See, that, that's why it's a fan fest. It's yeah. probably the most popular. Diesel's pop fan. was out of control. Yep. Like, his pop was insane. When you heard the, you when you heard the horn go off, it yep. was like, yep. yeah. And, and Matt Stryker goes, holy shit, and like, yeah. blocks him off. Wow. Like, 
It was so good. Now, some are bad. Like when Drew Carey was in the Royal Rumble, he he came well, in number I mean, three. That set up for a spot paying tribute to like Pete Rose and Kane. Yeah. His game yep. was in. And um, yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. Like, but you, you know get, like, what? The they random did people a lot like. of stuff like that. So, I mean, Rumble 94 that I just watched, there was nobody that came out at number 18. Nobody. And then they were like, oh, that was supposed to be Bret Hart's number. And then Bret Hart came out at like 20 or 22. And then they were like, oh, actually, it was Bastion Booger. He was in the back throwing up because he ate too much. Like they, like they <laughs> well, said that. Well, that. that was like in the, uh, the 1990 Rumble when Macho King hit uh, Ultimate Warrior with the scepter. And then Macho King numbers, you saw the curtain open and then it closed. And like, oh, that was the Macho King. He's, yeah. you know. He's he's on his way back to the hotel or something like that. Yeah. But um, you, you do see that every once in a while. But then you see like, I remember who was it? It was uh Scotty Too Hottie. He entered the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and I want to say this is Rumble two thousand six or seven. But then like Kurt Angle took him out because no, Kurt was Angle earlier. that was probably like oh two oh two or three. Yeah, because yeah, Kurt Angle wasn't even in the match, so he took him out on his way. And then that was when Kurt remember Curtis Axel, yeah, who was yeah. who uh, kept with the gimmick for yeah. about a whole year. When we were at that often raw. imitated, never eliminated. Yeah, yes. we were at that. We were at that Raw in yep. Newark, uh, like a month after, where he's like, and I'm still never been eliminated. I've from never the been eliminated. Yeah, so like you'll see some cool stories like that, but again, you'll see some some uh, programs being built up for WrestleMania. And you, then you, you always have now s- certain spots, which is now the Kofi spot uh, for the w- guys. Naomi. The Naomi spot. Yeah. Um, now you have Casey Catanzaro kind of doing that also, like making elimination very hard. They always yeah. find some kind of way. That's like with the New Day, you know, he would get flipped over the top rope and there were Big E and uh, Xavier Woods on the outside. He there. just stood on him. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, he didn't touch the floor. And then he stood on a stack of pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, um, like, yeah. You know, you always look for those little cheesy, corny pop spots right there, you know? And, and that's what makes it fun. The Rumble is very – it's a very fun event. Like, I remember – now, especially now because there's, there's two of them now. So, we have yes. the men and the women. I like I like having the – I like nice. both women. That However, nice. with yeah, the women, is. you know, there's only so many women. So, yeah, you'll you know. see more NXT call-ups and the throwback well, one or two people. That's the nice thing is bringing in the NXT people yes. and bringing in, like, you know, Lita or Trish or something like that. It Kelly really Kelly, cool. Molly Holly. Yeah, Molly yeah. Holly. That was great. That was yeah. cool seeing yeah. Molly Holly come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was in there for a hot minute, too. Yeah, she, she was. was. there for a long time. Because she was a really good worker. Yeah. She yeah. actually really was. You you see Mighty sto- Molly. You see stories get built at Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I mean infamous moments. Look, look at the face-off between Warrior and Hogan yeah. at the 1990 Royal Rumble, uh, where they both did the crisscross and they stood each other in the ring, not knowing that it was going to be the main the the um, main event for Mania three right. months later. And uh, Sid Hogan. Yep, Sid yeah, Hogan. Another one. The wow. next year it was uh, Giant Gonzalez and Undertaker. That started at Royal Rumble. Uh, Royal Ru- Undertaker cleared let's, the ring. Let's not. Talk about that. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I, I, I know. Undertaker I know. cleared the ring, and then Giant Gonzalez comes down. And I remember the guy that the guy that got rang in after was it was Damian Demento. I remember oh. was the guy that was next to come in the Rumble when the Giant came down the ring, and I, all I, all I, all they kept saying was. Demento doesn't want to get in the ring, and like I could just see like with his ugly ass ponytail, with his head shaved on the sides, like standing out there. I'm like, they're really selling this fucking giant guy. Wow. And then you watch the match at WrestleMania Nine, and besides the Undertaker's phenomenal entrance with the with the um, 
the vulture and the and the wagon and the smoke. It was probably not just nine under was out, nine was outside, right? Yeah, not Caesars? just yeah, uh, yeah. Caesars, not just Taker's worst WrestleMania match. That is definitely top five worst Mania matches of all time. Undertaker it might and John Gonzalez. And it's yeah. not Taker's fault. No, it's a giant cannot no. work. And that was the pre-main event match. That match was the pre-main event leading up to Yokozuna, Bret Hart, then Yokozuna and Hogan. So technically, it was the third match from the third right. last match, but some if, some rivalries do get built, but just the aura of the Rumble itself is what makes it so right. special. And, and Rumble had a lot of good matches besides the Rumble. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, you know, you you always did because you know it's not just you you don't get just the one thing. Yeah. The the um, cherry on top is always the Rumble itself. Now, yeah. with two, you got one at the beginning and the end. Um, and they won't put it in the middle because it would be too close to each other because yeah. for time purposes. Yeah, no, it's like an hour each. That. They need the main event, the pay-per-view with the match. Right. Yeah. Because you got to get the point. Yeah. You and need the point. You need the point. Yeah. I think the first year the women's Royal Rumble when Asuka won, that was the last match. And I remember Shinsuke. Yes, because it was new. Yeah. yeah when when new. Shinsuke won it, it was in the middle. It was match placement. And then after that, the Shinsuke match, I remember it was Lesnar versus Cena versus Rollins, which a three-way. Was, which was great. That was a phenomenal match. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this if you if you look at this past year's Royal Rumble, we had the opening oh, match. Man, that was the opening match was King, King Corbin versus Roman Reigns in a false gun anywhere. Dog you had, man. yeah, you had the strap match with the Fiend and Daniel Bryan. Yep. You had the, uh, the there was no World Heavyweight Championship match because Lesnar was in the Royal Rumble. Yep. I think he had a women's match too, and then you stupid had, was that? Yeah, that really didn't make much sense to have Lesnar come into the Rumble as the champion, number one. Basically, you knew he was going to plow through people, right. and then you're waiting for that one guy to come. And did you think it was going to be Drew McIntyre? Was the guy? Because look, look at who came before McIntyre: Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, Cesaro, Morrison, Kofi. All those guys came in before Lesnar. Yeah. I, I really didn't think it was going to be Drew, but after it happening, it was like, all right, well. So it was a combination. Yeah. It was a combination of Ricochet and McIntyre that got Lesnar out, yeah. leading Ricochet to get squashed in 30 seconds in fucking Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And then obviously that was just a goal to push McIntyre. Hence, that's why he won the Rumble, which was a good call because you saw his face turn. It was slowly. definitely the right choice to have McIntyre win, mm -hmm. but it was a little unexpected, which I like. Yeah. I like that it was unexpected because I didn't like it's not predictable. The, the like majority it has of the rumbles, you're like, you know, five, six, ninety eight Austin wins. Duh. Yeah. You know, like right. so many of these rumbles you've seen, you know, like, you knew gonna Hogan was going to win early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then like this year's women's were remember. I remember I said a lot. I was like, Baser's going to win. Shayna Baser's going to win. She's going to win and go against Becky at Mania. Shayna Baser came in 30. I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to work. And then fucking Charlotte wins. But, you know. You th I didn't think Charlotte was going to win because... I think it's a better choice anyway. Yeah? Yeah, I, I'm really not sold on Shayna Baszler. I don't know. She was, she was a wrecking ball in NXT. She was NXT. a wrecking ball. So many people are. Yeah. Like yeah. Nakamura. Um, oh, yeah. Finn oh, those, Balor. Samoa like, Joe. You can't, blame Joe. you can't blame them. Aleister Black. No, no it's, it's, it's not their booking. Yeah. Aleister you know? Black. I get Andrade. it. How about uh, Bobby Roode? He won a couple times. He even defended Glorious. Yeah, now he's gloriously on the. <laughs> he's gloriously on the mid card of the tag team division right now. With his, I still love yeah. him. 
Oh, he's he's great. Awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's great. like forty something years old too, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, forties into like twenty five in wrestling. You know? Yeah, there's it's a lot of guys. all these guys. Like Everybody fin- in the hurt business, with the exception of Alexander. Alexander brings the average down yeah. to maybe thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Finn Balor's thirty five. He's yeah. getting up there. Yeah, Seth Rollins is thirty. Big E's like they're all like well over. Owens 30 is thirty five. Yeah, Cole's thirty one. Relevant 31. people are over thirty five. Riddle's yeah. over thirty five. I know that. Oh, really? I said relevant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, here comes the here I comes know. the Matt Riddle. I hate you speech. <laughs> no, I'm good. Christian the, leading the into factor. and then and then we'll close it with Damian Priest. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Did you watch his match other than Halloween Havoc? Did you watch yeah. Halloween Havoc in general? I watched Halloween Havoc. It was great. It was cool. I loved it. It was cool. His match, you know, I like Gregano. Like, I like Gregano. That, that's all I'm going to say about the match. <laughs> I love the, how the, the tombstone broke so well across his <laughs> So clean. And he was, like, so ashy, too, after <laughs> yeah. it, too. It was great. Yeah. And he fell through the, uh, through the little table It actually spot. looked heavy. Not, it wasn't, like, proppy. It looked like they had some weight yeah. behind it. Yeah, I guess oh. that's also because Gregano was throwing it, not like you know. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm <laughs> digging. Like, I'm digging the Pete Dunn turn. Yeah, I like. I like that. Yeah, he, I, I thought that was dropped a lot of pounds. Too. They make a Pete Dunn. Do they he make got, a Pete Dunn new teeth too? They did. They do. Yeah, it's nice. I'm gonna have to get yeah. that. It's a, it's a reasonable one to pick up. Yeah. You can get it for like thirty or under. What's up, bud? Yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good piece. I yeah. love his music too. That we might have to put his music in. There oh yeah, we can. Do it, yeah, <laughs> we can. Put it's so it's so he, great. He's awesome though, and, we'll, yeah. and he has the belt, and he goes like this. And I like these UK guys. I want like more of them. Did you watch Walter versus Dragonon? I didn't. Oh, yet. I everybody did. talks about. When you're done doing. Meltzer gave today, it. Meltzer gave it five stars. Go watch that. Wow, it was. He that, did. That's that British. Meltzer gave five stars to, to someone, someone not WWE, named Kenny right? Omega. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It is the so brutal and such like British strong style at its finest. Yeah, I gotta see that. I gotta I clock like that, that one shit. up, man. Dude, you, you know what's funny? Fucking tough. Yeah, Just like I love that. You knew it. You're I like, love Ugh. going back now and watching William Regal stuff. Because growing up, I was like, eh, you know, Regal sucks, huh? you know. Because you didn't but appreciate it. You, you didn't, didn't appreciate. Really you didn't get it. You're 14 doing. years old, you know. And now going back, it was. It was fucking chef's money. Kiss. It was Give the so chef's kiss. good. That's right. I enjoyed Regal when he wore the construction hat when he was the man. Yeah. He was a man. I love him and Tajiri together. <laughs> yeah, yes. that is that is easily one of the best WWE odd couples of all time. Well, well, uh, Regal was actually he won what we're going to talk about next is the infamous King of the Ring. Boom. Uh, Regal was one of the King of the Ring winners, yes. and the King of the Ring tournament, what started off in as what eight man tournament. To determine technically the, the the king of the ring. Well, they did right. uh, qualifying matches on like Raw. Yeah. Now so it's, it was technically bigger, but like on the pay per view, that it was that's a great example of a pay per view that was created based around one event. Then it slowly, slowly faded away, and then it was like four people on Raw, and then they brought it back with King Corbin. Yeah, but like, but dude, it jump started so many careers. It did. It careers, fucking views, really did. Was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Austin, look, 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 look who won it. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Owen Hart. Ken Shamrock, Owen Hart. Mabel, come on. Yeah, King Mabel. King Mabel. All these King stars. Mabel. Sheamus, Booker I T. Oh, uh, man. I, was, I watched the... Uh, I met him a bunch of times. Yeah. I have a personal... I like I like nice. Mabel. I, met, I watched the 94 Survivor Series yesterday. Um, I asked Christine. I said, Christine, pick a number between 88 and 120. Because 1980 to 120, mm. and she picked 94, and it was 
The main event was Yoko Taker casket match, but the match before that, I, it just, was, I just watched that like yeah. two days ago. Yeah, yeah. the match before that, it was um, the Head Shrinkers who had uh, Barbarian yeah. as a Head Shrinker, which I didn't know that actually. I forgot about that, and it was Mabel and Lex Luger against the Million Dollar Team, wow. which had Bam Bam, King Kong, Bonnie, Tatanka, and somebody else i forgot who it was but volkov or no? no he wasn't no. there or somebody else but uh it actually ended up luger getting pinned clean in the heels winning wow. yeah which is pretty cool bam bam was over in a lot of those things like that was what was great about like king of the ring and like uh um survivor series and stuff you got like the big heels were pushed yeah. and and royal rumble too yep. the big guys were pushed but they never like win win yeah but they always get like the shine, yeah, and that shit was awesome because they like, helped carry King the story Ring, through. King in a Ring with Bret Hart and Bam Bam Bigelow. Go back and watch that match; it's phenomenal. It's absolutely yeah, Bret phenomenal. Hart, or, yeah, Bam Bam was the runner up. Yeah. yeah, and and Bret didn't win any of those matches with a sharpshooter. Hmm. Like that was a crazy thing too. He went through Razor Ramon, Mister Perfect. And Bam Bam Bigelow wow. never Just using it. a sharpshooter. That wow. perfect match was good. I mean, it was uh, the best King of the Ring match yeah. in general. I mean, not as good as as their match at SummerSlam, but but it was still epic. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. You do you like King of the Ring? I love King of the Ring. Yeah. I, I wish they would do it more often. Um, because there was a period where we just didn't have it, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. from like two thousand two to two thousand and eight, they and, had and when no they had King it, when Rings. they had it, it yeah. was on Raw only. Yeah, from two thousand eight, uh, that's when uh, brand Sheamus, Sheamus. Yeah, I yep. think they brought it Regal. back. Sheamus won it, and oh yeah, yeah, it was it Regal. was Regal, Sheamus, like Regal, Sheamus, Booker Barry. T. Yep. Yeah. King, Booker T. Yep. Mm-hmm. King Barrett was probably the last one. King Booker. Yeah. King Barrett was the last one, yeah. and then that, and then that died. Now it's uh, King Corbin. Yeah. So I guess like O two to O six, like yeah. they didn't have it. And, and I remember there was so many ball. hardcore wrestling fans like, oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah, you should still it, bring it back. It's they so should good. remember it was it its own pay per view for and a hot minute. It right? should come back as a pay per view. Why do we need um, backlash? We don't <laughs> so need that. many of these pay per views are utterly fucking useless because <laughs> a lot of the pay per views are just redos of rematches. backlash is one of those. Now the King of the Ring. King of, we always talk about the core four pay-per-views. The King of the Ring was the first one that was actually added to be like the fifth one. Yes. Then came the In Your Houses. Like yes. All 87 Which, of them. I love the In Your Houses. Bad blood. Uh, you know? I love it. Bow, bow. Buried Alive. All the infamous In Your House. Now the In Your House. Pettengale. Yeah. Yes. The the In Your House pay-per-views are awesome because they were less than two hours. There was like an hour and Yeah, they were really minutes. short and I love the uh, entrance. I love yeah. the house. I love the house, house, house. like entrance because like someone's going through t- the window. Yep. Yeah. Just like the one we did for TakeOver. So like I, I really think NXT's found a niche where they're pulling all It's really old... cool how it's nostalgic like Yes. That. It is. And you nostalgic know. with new people. It's, it's new really people cool how they do that. With a little bit of a twist. Yeah. Um, to, well, to fit done, it to whatever to our style now they um, did war games they did in your house they yeah. did halloween havoc like yep. it's fucking awesome they great. did they did great american bash also yes yeah, they yeah, did great american true, bash in july correct yeah i want them to do bash I, at the beach which you know it's me, coming give me guilty as charge of living dangerous <laughs> oh i really want hardcore heaven wow i want the wwe to do like a like a retro look for one of their pay-per-views like give me like the old school royal rumble logo with the purple and the gold do that logo right there on the mat that wwe logo above retro fest put that on the mat i don't want to see no shitty three-hour old school raw with the raw letters okay that's cool and the red white and blue ropes and you see like fucking 
old school legends come back. But like, right. you know, when me... Sabu jumped off that. Yes. And he slipped. Or, or it fell off. He that. slipped. Yeah. Fell. Give me the give me the original logo from a SummerSlam. Remember once a year with they the used blue to apron do and the orange writing. Yes. Yeah, but like yeah, I want a paper. Like they'll never oh, do I know, that. I yeah. Know, no. Like and drop with the fucking corny names. Do I really need to watch the greatest Great wrestling match ever at at Backlash? Because that was yeah, Samoa Joe. Samoa versus, Joe should have uh, gone over. It was a good pay per view, but what a god awful name! Yeah. Oh god, yeah. What yeah. other ones I are bad? I think it changed. That's what it ended up being. I think it was called something else. Too. Yeah, that was Great Balls yeah. of Fire. Yeah. yeah, the logo looked like a penis with literally two nuts on the bottom. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, like giant silver testicles. Stomping grounds. There's another one. There's stomping the grounds names. Was one. Yeah, that was Judgment Day. Judgment Day, uh, Cyber Sunday. I miss Cyber like Sunday. Armageddon. Armageddon. Yep. Armageddon. Backlash. No Mercy was Bad a faster blood. No for a while. There was the Great American Bash, but then there, the, but then there was just the Bash that they had for two years. Yeah, the Bash. Just the Bash. Um, all these oh, different what names. What else Vengeance. They, they Vengeance. There's one. Vengeance was one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Because uh, ins- the logo was, but green. vengeance could be a insurrection. There was one that was the like you UK could keep one. That name, yeah, you know? yeah, you can yeah. insurrection. Yeah, like what are the ones now? I mean, besides the core four, you have well, you have Clash of Champions, which Payback, is which Backlash, um, Clash, of Champions. Extreme Hell, Rules, Hell Extreme Rules, TLC. TLC, Extreme Rules is shit too. Whatever like the one is in February, oh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, it was in February, and then Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Yeah, so so you're taking money in the bank. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of too many of these things. Though. So three three matches, three pay per views. Remember, you, they were doing two when we yeah. did all the brands. If you want to include up. four pay per views, are based around a gimmick match: TLC, yeah. Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell. There might be where one all more. of them were matches that were at pay per views. Like the first Elimination Chamber was at Survivor Series. Yeah. Yes. When Shawn Michaels won, that was that the first was Elimination Chamber. Yeah. What a lead up to. Mm-hmm. That had a great lead. All up. of those. Like and I hate gimmick pay per view started was, as something that was his best awesome. idea easily. It's yeah. a, the concept is awesome. Yeah. Yes. And then and then we talk about like the shitty concept like Punjabi prison match. <laughs> um, that was at that was at Battleground. There's another name. Battleground. Yeah. Yep. Battleground. No way out. There's another one. Oh yeah. Um, but then like what in your house did was cool because remember it was just like in your house one two three. I'd then, rather like, just it, leave it at that. Then they threw in the gimmick names. Buried Alive, mm-hmm. Bad Blood, um, and just, those uh, things. mind games, just and, random names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when those in your houses faded away, it became what the the tagline was. Mm-hmm. You was know that a I mean? pay per view or was it just Survivor Series mind games? I thought it was in your house mind games. I thought it was Survivor Series mind games. Might mm. be having a because like they had that uh, tournament. I'm gonna Google it. Use the Google for the vacant belt. Maybe, I know mind games is one of them. It might, it yeah. probably was. Mind it was in your house. Mind in games. your house. Mind games. But but then I remember that there was like in your house DX. There's just like it was just yeah. random yes. names. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, just, and that, that's the thing with like the 1996 like, uh, in your house number ten mind games. Yeah, I just want to know who comes up with these weird names for some of these different pay per views. Because I mean, like like you know, like like the vengeance, the backlash is cool. It's always like an aggressive name. You know, but then we saw one that was like Great Balls of Fire and all that stuff, and and uh, 
the bash. I mean, you know, why why would you do that? Like, why would you call one the bash? Just call it the Great American Bash. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know. Well, I don't think they wanted to really turn into that skit at that time. Well, they did do the Great American Bash. I mean, do you ever look at the old school WCW names at the end? Oh, same thing like, with uh, Sin, Clash of Champions. Greed. Like, they had some badass, I mean, not bad, good, they, they like were some bad, bad names bad. of pay-per-views, yeah. Clash of Champions is a good one because every belt is defended, but it's it's good and bad. That should just be like one time, one gimmick, just like that, and not have that and Survivor Series, yeah. where it's brand versus brand. Tuesday, this Tuesday in Texas. Tuesday in Texas, <laughs> the rest, the wrestling classic. Yeah, that came. Um, then they have some of the random. Uh, I mean, Cyber Cyber Sunday was cool. Even though that the stipulation wasn't picked out by the fans, it was already determined yes, before. Yep. yep. Um, but that whole, I remember the set was cool because it was like a keyboard that they walked out on yes. and like a computer monitor. I was Deadly Games. That's what I was saying. Survivor Series Deadly Games. Deadly Games. 98. That was when like the belt was on a uh, tournament. Bad yeah. Blood. Canadian Bad Stampede. That was that. That was on my birthday. I remember watching that when I was like twelve. Over the edge. That was when. Over the edge. Let's not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That was when uh, Canadian Stampede was when it was LOD, Goldust, and Capital Austin. Capital Carnage. Yes. Cap. Yep. And then Austin, because that was the whole can, uh, Canada-U.S. rivalry yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Fully and loaded. Canada and Steve Austin got taken out in handcuffs. And he's flipping everybody off. <laughs> And you wanted to be him even more. Uh, like, yes. was, it was pretty amazing. Getting arrested was like super cool at that time. Yeah. You know, yeah, right? It was yeah. glorified. I'm going to give you the way. finger. <laughs> you're like, oh, man, this guy's the best. Yeah. yeah. Imagine just being like, you know, 14 years old, just walking up to people. Hey, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then and you put all the em- emphasis on, on your like crotch. Like you just look full at blown. Yeah, you just chop it. Suck it. Chop the shit out of that, man. Suck it. <laughs> What a time to be alive. What a time to Taboo be alive. Taboo Tuesday. Taboo Tuesday. Oh, God. Uh, St. Valentine's Massacre, that was one. Yeah, that was... That was, uh, that was Big Show's debut, debut yep. in that cage match. Yep. It was a black, yeah, old-school cage yep. on the old-school cage. And he came out as Paul White. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yes, he did. That's Paul White. Yep. Like, and yeah, you know Michael who commentated Cole. on that? Through, Michael Cole. Did he boy. come through the, uh, he yeah, did, through the ring? ring? He came out from under the ring. Uh, there should be more people December coming through to the ring. December to dismember. Don't fucking talk about that. <laughs> that oh, that, that was, was the uh, that was elimination chamber with the random weapons that were like taped on the cage. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that was Ashley. a ECW a WWE CW pay per view. Yes. It was atrocious, and all of it was put over Test. Which Test <laughs> oh. was a good worker, but not for fucking ECW when you had RVD and Sabu Oof. and everybody. RIP, big guy. What yeah, was, uh, I, I actually like tests. What was your opinion like, of bragging, the, uh, right. bragging rights? Was bragging cool. rights is good. What was your opinion of the ECW return? It was uh, good for a couple months. Then um, uh, Christian became champ. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the first show like the old school ECW set? And then after yeah, that, like they, it was in the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, and, and they did it like that. The they uh, that night. No, that was the. Um, pay-per-views uh, but like okay. when they actually did the wwcw it opened up with uh timmy arson or something yeah it opened up with timmy arson's as a, the ecw zombie coming out like uh, i miss timmy i i like timmy i wrestled him like a bunch of times he was a good dude um he came out like dressed up as a fucking zombie and then statement came the shit out of him <laughs> and then uh later in the night was just incredible against cm punk and uh, that's when everybody, like, you know, 
that's when Punk became like gigantic. Wow. You know, he put on, he actually yeah, he put on a good in, match with Jesse. He started off in ECW. Yeah. 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 Because he had the hair. Yeah. Long hair at the time. Yeah. I remember when that ECW started, like you had like guys like Mike Knox, you had CM Punk, you had. Who, who's it? Kevin Kofi. Thorne. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin Thorne. Oh, who was his, who was the girl that he was with? Shelly Martinez. Yeah, she was yeah. nice. Or what the hell was her real name or her gimmick name? Uh, uh, I don't remember what she came out like. Yeah, Kevin Thorne. There was a Kevin Thorne figure. I remember. Yeah, I saw on and Shelly. Uh, yeah, but then, like a lot of wrestlers got started in ECW. Sheamus had success there. Kofi did. Yeah, and there was a. Uh, if you look on the network, this Mark Henry. ECW. Yeah, Mark Henry. Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Bobby, who's ECW champions? Bobby Lashley, Ezekiel Christian, Jackson. Ezekiel Jackson, Mark Henry, Kane, yeah, Big, Kane show, Big Show, Mr. McMahon. Yeah. RVD was the first. Yep, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yeah. Then he got popped for weed, which is bullshit. I like the belt that they came, and then then your the first belt was great. Yeah, then the second because that was the ECW belt, and then he came out of the silver piece of shit. <laughs> and Matt Hardy was champion, right? Yeah, Hardy was champion. I fucking bought that figure on ringside. Oh, you did, right? Just because. Yeah. It was like 11 bucks. How long does that take to come in? No time. It was really fast. I still haven't haven't gotten my fiend yet. Really? Now, that makes you a question about that. Well, those take longer. When it's like back stock of like, you know, when it's like those super abundant figures, they're they're quick. Now, one's back ordered because it's not out yet. Will I get them both together? Or will I get one before the other? Usually they make you pay shipping like twice. Like you'll no. do like yeah, they won't the first them. order will come. and then I think I got free shipping on one. it. I think I got free shipping. Well, th- yeah, if you use like a major as like their uh, co- uh, coupon code, you know, for the major figure podcast with yeah. uh, Ryder Hawkins or Cordona and uh, Myers, whatever you want to call them now. Um, great people. I love them. They, I mean, I buy for me. I could have got. <laughs> I could have spent a lot of money on, on ringside. Dude, vegetables. ringside is dangerous. I spent. Dangerous. Wait I spent a couple weeks too because they always bucks. do a big sale. I I I spent like seventy bucks and I was like, oh man. I think the cart originally had one hundred <laughs> and thirty. Then I was like, oh, choose. I gotta take away. I mean, there were there were four fiend figures. I'm, I got all the fiend stuff. Wow. And um, I'm I'm thinking about getting the Walter, the fiend and the Walter ones. Yeah, that's probably gonna be on my next order. Is the yeah. Walter. The Jake the Snake Target exclusive is still uh, sold out. Yeah, it's going to be. You're you're not going to get that like pop up on there, especially not the chase. And if the chase pops up, you'll pay like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, like people bitch and moan like that. They kind of pay more like they charge more than what the uh, you know, than what it is at like Target or Walmart. But like go into Target and Walmart. Yeah. What do you see? You, you have see to see AJ Styles. You're you're yeah. paying you're paying you're for paying the fact that they gas. have it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're paying that extra five bucks, seven bucks for gas anyway. Especially if you it's like the amount around. of times you have to keep going yeah. to the goddamn store to actually find it. You're paying for so the zero issue. Yeah. yeah, I have zero issue with paying a couple extra bucks for something that I really want. Right. Yeah. Well, especially if you if you know if you're going to take it and sell it and flip it. You yeah. Know, if that if yeah. that's what you're doing, I you know? usually don't like it. I usually don't buy new to sell. Okay. You know, I, you I buy really new don't for do yourself. that. I buy new for myself um, or like uh, the AEW figures I got to like, you know, hang on to and stuff. Yeah. You know, I will sell like later on. You know, I, I have like two sets. So I got one set that'll be up for sale. Except Brandy. And then, except Brandy. Except Brandy. And the chases. But, yeah. you know, 
They're they're impossible to get anyway. The one of a thousand. When you say chase, what do you mean? The one the hard to find. There is a Chris Jericho that's only a thousand that were made. Um, but the term chase is like chase the hard is, to find. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, okay. it's a variant figure. Yeah. So it looks a little so bit like different, the, so like and it has Jake's a sticker snake. on it yeah. that says Chase, one of 1,000. Oh, wow. okay. So in this case, yeah. with the Jake the Snake, it's different colored pants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like like the one for the series. You really got to look at all that stuff. You got to look at the, the sets same, online to the, know. That's the same thing with uh, people who pop hunt, because yeah. those are uh, supposed to be hand-painted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like certain blemishes and stuff, like the, worth more, or then if it's it's nicer, it isn't, or however that goes. That's like the series with Io Shirai, the Chase is the Bobby Fish that's wearing camo pants. Okay. So, I mean... Because you know. the other ones, he's wearing a different kind yeah. of pants? Yeah, yeah. They actually did... So they a, do that on purpose? Yes, oh. yeah. They did a really good chase recently with Naomi, where her gear and the belt glow. Whoa. Wow. Like, that's really... They had that. That's actually that's really crazy. They had that. They had a Naomi at Target a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you gotta look and see if it's the glow. I don't belt. know if it's the glow one. Yeah, it probably wasn't. Um, the glow is definitely... It was cool, design. though, because, like, what came with her was, like, her robe and the belt, too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like the Io Shirai I have, I like because she's wearing the hood. Yeah. Like she's wearing a full outfit. The leather pants. And I remember you always said the women's figures, they don't make as much of. Yeah, Walmart usually doesn't carry as many of them because Walmart has this bullshit belief that women toys don't sell. Well, they're not watching wrestling today. They're not watching wrestling today. And because the the women are making the money more than the majority. And dude, when I went to Walmart, like I told you, the woman, there were two women from Mattel that were hanging the figures. I got there 30 seconds after she hung the last figure. I didn't know that they were. I thought they worked for Walmart. I didn't know they were for Mattel. And the, I picked up the... NECA does that all the time, too. Who? Uh, NECA. NECA. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have, a, I have the have Ninja people. Turtle toys. They're so good. Yeah, from uh, the Ugh. 90s movie. Oh, man. I, uh, I, went, I had to buy all four at uh, GameStop. Uh, it was about a year and a half ago now. I, I got that... Um, all for 100 bucks too. I got the... Uh, the Tall Boys? The... What the hell is it? The musical thing that they did? That tour? Oh yeah, turtle. coming out of the shelf. Yeah, I got. You know that, that was part set. of uh, Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it. I used to sing to mm-hmm. that tape all the time. Yeah, man. My mom would tell you. I well, found the original um, the booklet uh, program. I yeah. had the original program. That's awesome because they they did that on uh, like Broadway, off Broadway. Yeah, man. And then uh, the tapes you could buy through like Pizza Hut or whatever, and it was great. The coming out of their shell tour. I had my little microphone because they had a, a piece of equipment that kind of went along with that. And I used to sing in my uncle's bedroom because that's where I guess the TV VCR combo was, and that's where I was just rewinding, yeah. singing that that musical. Yeah, it was great. Coming that's awesome. Shows. I toys. love turtles. Yeah, I love toys. I had. Turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. Do you remember? I I had this toy when I was a kid. Remember Bucky O'Hare? Of yes. course I know. Yeah. Bucky yeah. I still have all the Bucky yeah, O'Hare's. Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare was green. Bucky O'Hare. The rabbit, the yes. rabbit astronaut. Yep. I'm, I'm going to give you a piece of knowledge. Who, who's the foil? Like, who was the bad guy? I forget. I forget. I'm going to Google it. Bucky O'Hare debuted in Star Wars issue number eight from the Marvel series. It was actually a Star Wars character in a comic book in like the early 80s or late 70s that it came out. It and doesn't then even seem like it fits took because it, it's so cartoony. Exactly. Exactly. But then they took it, completely changed the name to Bucky O'Hare and ran it as a cartoon. I had I had the the cartoons and the and the figures. I have that comic. Book. I had I had the um yeah, here it is. Yeah. I used O'Hare. to have the tapes. Yep, I used to watch it all the time too. Bucky O'Hare was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. And the toy line was really fun. It is. Yeah. Yeah, oh, those man. are cool. That's I had uh, like downstairs in the basement. I have I have Ghostbusters. 
Have, yeah, uh, we keep talking about this fable downstairs. <laughs> I need to see I, this. I have, I have Ghostbusters. I have Turtles. I have Bucky O'Hare. I have American Gladiator toys. Nice. And, Zap uh, and ice <laughs> and all of them. Yeah. I had like little joust things that go with it. Nice. Yeah. That's sweet. Wow. Yeah. But the random shit that you'd buy for three for ten bucks at KB Toys. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. Remember KB Toys? I love KB Toys. R.I.P. I miss you. Yeah. I have the Ghostbusters car with the stickers on it. We're going downstairs. As soon yeah, as I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you what I got, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of stuff's worth value, but I mean, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. My friend. I mean, they're all in Ziploc bags and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But. I want to. I want to talk about like we talked about WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and Survivor Series. Do you think that SummerSlam kind of gets put on the back burner and, and is just viewed as a regular pay per view? You know what? Uh, I kind of say yes, but at the same point, they always have like a pretty damn epic main event. Yeah. Like remember, like SummerSlams are memorable. I'll for... never forget well, SummerSlam had... '98. Oh yeah. You know, a Taker Austin, yeah. the Highway to Hell. That lead up was just as big as I remember the Austin poster. and Michaels for yeah. Mania that year. Mm-hmm. It was huge. The Highway to Hell, because that was the year the, the logo poster changed. was awesome. Yes. It was yes. green and blue with yep. the S, the cool looking S. Yeah. Wasn't like the poster logo. like them fighting with yeah, like a Statue like of Liberty in the Liberty fire man. in the background? Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That was, that was in the garden. Yes, it was. Yes, that yeah. was epic. And then I remember, I don't, I guess maybe that was Survivor Series, the one where it's like a silhouette of them. It's like four we talked five. about that. The, yeah. the line, the police lineup. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Was that Survivor Series? Yeah, I think yeah. it was, and it was sponsored by Karate Fighters. Yeah, Karate <laughs> Fighters. Wow, holy crap! <laughs> Toys always sponsored. And, and what they did, and what they yeah. did was, I remember like they had a couple of vignettes in the background, and, and like during the pay per view of like. You know, two wrestlers fighting on karate fighters and all that stuff. Yeah, it had no. the little joystick thing. And they, yeah, but like, it was like the thing uh, with Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah. That's my karate. The thing with SummerSlam was awesome. Was it was always like an East Coast pay-per-view. Like the first yes. the yes. first couple of SummerSlams were at Continental Airlines Continental, Arena. Continental. Yeah, they did yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, SummerSlam was always... Then like... It was in Brooklyn for a while, yeah. and then it went to Toronto. But like, it's always and like kind of yeah. Imagine SummerSlam in fucking Toronto. Yeah. yeah, it was at the Staples Center for yeah. a long time too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think SummerSlam gets forgotten sometimes, but but like, so many good Jeff's moments. Point, yeah. So many great like moments. if you if you, you look at perfect you had the Brett. birth of the you had the birth of the perfect man Brett. There, you you know? had um we went there we went to yeah. go see that we went to go see what the SummerSlam Becky turned on Charlotte and everybody was like yeah that was when Roman finally beat. Roman finally beats Lesnar with the threat of uh, of uh, Strowman yep. cashing in right there. Right. If that you look at la- classic, I think that was the last time we seen uh, we seen we seen it. The, I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> seen you rip a man's jawbone off. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we seen uh, um, the demon from uh, yeah. Finn Balor, yes. I think might have been the last time. That well, we didn't know he was going to be there. We all we knew was a Finn Balor match with we Corbin. Had, was that Finn yeah. Owens? No, it was no, Finn, Finn, ba- uh, Finn and Corbin. Finn and Corbin. Okay. Yeah. What was Finn Owens that like that? Uh, was that for when they had that no. title match? Mm. Finn and Owens. That was in Japan. Yeah, NXT. Because they, East in the East. Was it? Yeah. yeah no, when like he won the when uh, when he won the Raw Championship when Owens Whoa. was with Jericho. Oh well, Finn Balor Finn won was it. out at that point. He Finn won, won it. Well, that at was the He beat Seth. Yeah, that's right. That's it was right. Seth for the first Universal yeah. Champion. And then Owens and won it because of Triple H's help. And and the best was just Jericho. Like, you were the Summer longest Slam. reigning Raw Champion <laughs> when he had it for a week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, a lot of if you look back in history, 
a match made in heaven and a match made in hell. That infamous when Macho Man got married, and then they're showing footage of a snake attacking Macho Man, so and good. then Undertaker gets intertwined, and you know Miss Elizabeth faints, and then fucking Savage gets bit by a snake at ten o'clock in the morning on a Saturday in Superstars. That was yeah. beautiful. You know, like you, so many, like you had that, you had the Highway to Hell, you had Hogan and Shawn Michaels, even though that yeah. wasn't, you know. <laughs> Yeah, bring yeah, Hogan back. Yeah, but it was back. still like one of those cool things. It was one of those cool moments. Like I remember the infamous triple threat of Kurt Angle, uh, Triple H, and The Rock when Kurt Angle had legitimately got knocked out before the match started. Mm-hmm. They rushed The Rock out to take care of it because Kurt Angle's fucking laying on the floor unconscious. But uh, there's so many good uh, SummerSlam moments. I mean, if you look at the SummerSlam moments, it always the last couple, four or five, I would say starting back in like 2018 before, always invo- invo- uh, involved Brock Lesnar. Yes, Brock uh, Lesnar and Owen fought at SummerSlam. Yes, in the nineteen ninety and four and Brett versus Bulldog. Yes, Wembley that Brett Owen match was steel cage, but yes. that was the that was the co-main event leading to the Undertaker versus the Undertaker match. Uh, the Undertaker, <laughs> the and Undertaker. No, but like I remember, then Brock Lesnar always had his match at SummerSlam because he wrestled like uh, who did he wrestle? Triple H, CM Punk. He wrestled. He got Cena. That's what all the Cena got 15, buried 16, yeah. by Lesnar, and he um, wrestled Undertaker too at, at SummerSlam. He wrestled the Undertaker. He also wrestled uh, uh, Orton. That's yep. what he busted him open. Legitimately. Yep. Yep. Like so, like unconscious. Like le- yeah. that was like Lesnar's return was always uh, SummerSlam too. Ninety-eight also was Triple H versus Rock in that ladder match. Yes, that yeah. ladder match was great. Yes. Yep. That was. Thank really you for good. pulling that up. Yeah, yeah. ninety-eight was great. 98 was amazing. That's a great time to be a wrestling fan. 98 was like the best year of wrestling like ever. 97, 98, and then and 99 was like, oh, 99 had a lot of beautiful ECW matches. Like, so that like helped. Because like 99 for WWE was like good, but not 98. Yeah. So. Because they were all over the place. They they were starting to kind of jump the shark a little bit on some stuff. Speaking of jumping the shark, Kurt Angle versus Brock 2003. Oh. Remember that SummerSlam poster where Mm -hmm. Brock F5-ing the shark? Yep. (laughs) You mean that one? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look look at it. I mean, Randy Orton became the youngest champion ever at SummerSlam. Yep. The Rock uh, took the loss against Brock at SummerSlam. TLC. Yeah. Was that was there a Sean and Razor? Yep. Uh, ninety five. Yep. Ninety five. I'm just that looking was co- at my SummerSlam poster. <laughs> yep. That was the co main event to Diesel and King Mabel was the main event that night. Because uh, Mabel won the King of the Ring. Classic. Mabel won the King of the Ring. Fire classic. He wins the King of the Ring heel and then just tr- you know tries to take everything over and then fucking he almost oh yeah kills there's, Kevin there's Nash. His Triple H oh, rock ladder. Kevin Nash right there. won with a clothesline from the middle rope and pinned him and beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, SummerSlam, I think, does kind of get pushed under the rug a little bit, but there was a Jeff Hardy so and, uh, many CM good Punk moments in 09. That was a good Yeah, match, that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it is one of the core it's, four. It's a looked over as being an epic pay per view mm-hmm. that has had completely epic matches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, less we forget what goes yeah. on. Uh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, I, that, oh, they that consider the it the summer the WrestleMania. Yes. But first time we see the fiend. Fiend. Yeah. yeah. It's like summer's WrestleMania because there's that big lull after Mania. We they always call say it pops. The biggest party of the summer. The Fiend, yeah. had, was the the fiend had a huge pop when he debuted, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, even if you look at. Now, I'll, I'm going to talk about WCW. Like, I watched some WCW pay per views. And again, honestly, they all 
kind of mesh into one because all their matches mm-hmm. were the same. All Goldberg's over, NWO <laughs> jumps somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. NW, NWO jumps someone, Goldberg's over. And there's over. a good Lucha match. And, yeah. yeah, I was going to yeah. say, and there's they, a Cruiserweight match. They put the Cruiserweight match in the beginning of the card, which is good because you can watch it. Yeah, right. The they did that, and yeah. the WWE equivalent is a tag team match to start off paper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But their tag team matches were fucking amazing at yeah. the time. Yeah. Now, let me ask you about ECW pay-per-views now. Oh, so, yeah. so, so now I'm going to dive. And, you know, we talk about the R of the pay-per-view. You always talk about WWE, then you put WCW. But let me tell you something. ECW, now, a lot of the things that go on are pay-per-views, you got to think about this. you, you got to take into consideration the environment, the setting, and the announcing team. Because those three things also, yes. I think, are what defines a good pay-per-view. Yes. Honestly. We and, have, yeah. And I, I'm going to just jump in go real ahead. quick. Yeah. Th- that's why Joey Styles is yeah. the best yeah. ring announcer. I, I mean, he's the best commentator ever because he did that shit by himself. Yeah, he was by himself. He would he would randomly get, you know, like Joel Gertner or like, you know, Cyrus the Virus would join. Uh, Rick Rude actually did some commentary, which is really cool. Um but you thought he was commentating main... for two people. Yeah. Like it made it yeah. he made it seem like there was two people up there with him. Always. When there wasn't. Yeah. Right. He was just because he was so absolutely live. amazing. He was so live. Yeah. And like he very was the first real person that he in trouble. <laughs> yeah. He was the first person that would come out and say, Oh, Asaiing Moonsault. Or like, you know, something like that. Like Na- he would name naming the moves. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would name the moves. That was something that you didn't know. Plus he has in American more. wrestling. And I think a close second is Mauro Ronaldo. Mauro Ronaldo. Um, you know, obviously not no longer with NXT. Plus, but. Joey Styles has one of the most infamous catchphrases. I think. Oh, I my know. God. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I remember the last time I heard that, oh, my God, was when uh, Edge got, or no, when Mankind got speared through the flaming table at WrestleMania 22. Yeah. And that was when Joey Styles was there because JR was out, and then they dicked over Styles, even though Joey Styles is a 10 times better ring announcer than, oh my God. than anybody than right any now. Of them. Like, don't get me started on ring announcing. You hate, you hate Hogan. You hate Christian. I fucking despise Michael Cole. I don't oh, care well, anyone's oh, yeah, and, and, and Jerry Lawler. And Jerry Lawler. Michael Cole can suck my nut. All right? <laughs> honestly, I can't stand him. He's so fucking stale. I'll take Tom Phillips Hard. over him any day of the week. Oh, God. Any, no, I really would. I honestly. know, and that's yeah. a sad thing. That's yeah, and Phillips thing. isn't bad. But, but Tom, I, it's always boss time. <laughs> It's always boss. It's boss time. Well, that's like vintage. I, I like, like going. Shut up. I like going back and listening to Joey Styles. He always talks about uh, uh, when the FBI comes out because the only Italian in there was Little Guido. You know, yeah. R.I.P. Yep. Tracy Smothers. Love yeah. you, Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. You were the man. Um, but he would always go, "Oh, Tracy Smothers would think that uh, innuendo was an Italian suppository." He said that every time that the FBI came. No, out. but what I think that made the ECW pay per view so cool was was the environment. Yes, it was the fans. Just like yeah. the, just like if you compare it to NXT, it's not as because the fans really dictated the show. The fans yeah. totally dictated. It's and not they as a ex- vibe yeah. in there. Yeah. And like even their house shows were just as intense as the pay per views. Yeah. I mean, the pay-per-views were like you know definitely on like eleven, right? But just make the biggest shows were 10. fucking wild. And the and the first pay-per-view, if you don't know the story about oh that, my God. is the power went out yes. right before ten seconds after yes. it was over. Yep. Terry Funk wins the championship, right? Yep. And then ten seconds later, the power goes yep. out. You see him like celebrating in the crowd, bleeding and power. Stud. That's awesome, though. Yeah, that was epic. That whole you go back and watch that pay-per-view, man, it is good. It is. 
good from start to finish. It's solid. And then you forget about how many wrestlers actually started in ECW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guerrero, Jericho was Mysterio. there. Jericho, Benoit, Benoit. Uh, Mysterio, Foley. Um, I mean, Guerrero. it didn't Austin. exactly completely start, but like Austin that was their they WCW. Went, they that, went, was, that was a what, medium. The they transition. went through it. Yeah, they yeah. did the WCW thing where they were whatever, and they were just you know shit can to to flare and everybody right. else. Then they went to ECW, got to show the world what they actually fucking can do. Yeah, and then they went to WWE yeah. and went above and beyond every right. one of them. Now, like if you compare that to today's wrestling, where we talk about black. We talk about uh, Samoa Joe. We talk about Almas and Rude. All the exposure that they get on NXT. Yeah. They get called up to the main roster and they get washed away. Yeah. It's like opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Because the talent that these guys have yeah. the best is way, very good. The best yeah. way to put it is like, I think the best meme would be in uh, Billy Madison. Where the kid's like, am, am I going to yeah. go to high school, Billy? And he holds his face and he shakes his chubby cheeks. And he's like, stay here as stay. long as you can. <laughs> that is it. That totally. is NXT to totally. main roster right there. Yeah, 100%. But like back to like ECW pay-per-views, like, it's funny because you would only know one or two matches. Mm-hmm. We'd only know what one or two matches are for the pay-per-view. And then the rest was always like a surprise. But at the same point, it wasn't a surprise because almost every pay-per-view had a triple threat match of Tajiri, Little Guido, and Super Crazy. <laughs> Super <laughs> but, Crazy, wow. But love all those guys. They were absolutely tremendous in a ring together. Always. But you would know like the heavyweight title match. You would know usually like a tag team title match or a TV title match. You would know the belts. What they were going to do. But nothing in between. But nothing really in between. But The rest of the card was like, whatever, subject yeah. to change. Well, so many times, too, people would just run in, and then out of nowhere, it's like, no, we haven't improved you tag team match. Like, they would constantly it's do like that Teddy Long. Kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you the knew that it would be like. Player against The Undertaker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> player <laughs> Batista. <laughs> like, you would randomly have, Holla like, uh, here's, here's the FBI out in the ring. They're having a match against, you know, they jump some shit bag. Then out of nowhere, just, you know, Ice Cube hits and New Jack comes to the ring yeah. with fucking a trash, trash can, can yeah. or a dumpster full, full of shit. shit yeah. And he kills everybody talk about, and jumps out of a balcony. You brought a Teddy Long. Did you see the, the thing Law and Otis on SmackDown it. the other I day? It. I didn't, actually. It was really funny. Yeah. It, it was, was uh J- uh, JBL was the judge. He was the court stenographer. Oh, I I did see that. And, and it, that was funny. Yeah, that was. was funny. It was well done. Yeah, Definitely that was good. One <laughs> of the best funnier segments in a while. So yeah, I, I think since Fashion Police. Fashion Police is very good. What a, what about Jericho and MJF? Oh, oh what, uh, what, dinner debonair. I don't. You I'm know that they're. You know. You know they're going to make a figure of that. I hope they did. Because like Jericho they, they said the, that that's yeah. going to be that's going to be Jericho an said that he wanted to, and you give Jericho what he wants. We yeah. had to pay a lot of money just to use Frank Sinatra's song. Yeah, alone. Yeah, to clear that, mm-hmm. and then you went and did what you did. It, it was, was absolutely. Was it all a dream? I, I, or it was delightfully hilarious. No, no I mean, seriously. Like, was it all like a figment of his one of their imagination, like MJF's no. imagination, or that no. like? Happened. It really happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like it. it was. Mm. It was. It was as dumb as you would think it would be. That was the first. I think, in my opinion, that was the first like dumb, corny thing that wrestling fans might think that AEW is really well, done. It's honestly. funny, you and you know what? It was over. Pop- 
Yeah, yeah, it was over. It was all the other so podcasts just I because, listened to just are because raving Jericho. about it. Yeah, They're also huge AEW. Jericho, can, not a fan. Jericho really. can get AEW uh, uh, is good, but Jericho can get anything over on. Jericho could literally. He got a list over. He got a list over. Yeah. Now, now they're wrestling. He got a scarf that. over and a jacket, a light up and jacket. And a jacket. That's a ten thousand dollar <laughs> jacket. You wear. A jacket, a scarf, a list, another jacket. Yeah, it's like I mean, he just constantly. It's it's fucking amazing. That's why he's one of the best. That's why he's Mount Rushmore. Yes. Has he? I know uh, Moxley is there. Has uh, he brought up the jacket thing to him at one point on AEW? Not yet. No. I hope he does. That's a good callback. <laughs> yeah, I this really want to see Jericho Moxley in AEW. I think. Well, you know, they we're, did we're it in the beginning, it, yeah. but I want to see it again. Like I, I definitely there, be cool to see it again. Like, yeah. uh, I think. I think. Jer- I think Jericho yeah. is going to be turning face very soon in AEW. I don't think so. I think he's just going to keep doing uh, inner circle and keep it healed. Well, don't they? So he, well, um, he is right now. He full, is. He full is full playing the face. Weekend. Though. Full gears. This he plays weekend. a face, but that's Chris. That's just how he is. Like, I mean, he's the face. If he you had to plays, pick one between him and MJF, he's the face in that match. Definitely. Yeah, well, MJF. It's not gonna. Deal. It's not gonna be a match. You don't think so? I. If they fight, you know, it's still gonna be because if MJF end up wins, he gets heel. into the uh, inner circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel I want to see a Hogan finger point. Like, I want to see the finger poke of doom <laughs> no. in that match. And that would be, uh, I think it would be a great payoff. I think it would be a great, how, hilarious how, payoff. That would also reestablish both of them as, as ultimate mega heels. heels. Yeah. As mega because heels. now you feel like, well, well, where are they going? I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Hysterical, though. Yeah. It would be perfect. It would absolutely yeah, be perfect. Yeah. Full gear is uh, Saturday. This Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I always want to buy. It. I bought, I bought the uh, the first pay per view that they did. That that was like in the COVID era. Uh, yeah, I, double or nothing. This is the first one that September. I'm actually gonna get. I got a couple of my buddies coming over. We're gonna we're gonna actually see this. My brother's moving, so I gotta help him move. <laughs> and then I was like, I just gotta be home by like five o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> please. Babe. Because you, you you have Kingston Moxley, you have uh, Omega, which is gonna be so brutal. Yeah. Eddie like, Kingston is great on a microphone. He's phenomenal. He's so phenomenal. New York. Phenomenal. He's, he <laughs> yeah. could run for mayor of New York he's City. He's really yes. good. Yes. Yeah. He's really that good. That dude just talks such good shit. But but it, you want to know why? Because you feel like he's really saying that shit. He is. Yeah. Right. Like that's the thing is like he is. Yeah. He's not He's he, not really he's, sugarcoating yeah, much. He's not turning anything up to and 11 it's not because like, he's already you know, at 11. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not Vince just like, here you go, Sonny, read this. Yeah. yeah no, it's it's, right it's full blown just like, all right, Eddie, here's a fucking mic. Yeah. That's the big difference, obviously. I think, That's how we got a job. That's how we got a job. Then he's got to be doing something right. Yeah. I mean, I know WWE has a couple of wrestlers that don't read off scripts and everything's at the top of their head, but that's a couple of wrestlers. Yeah, they, but that's a handful of guys exactly. that have been doing it for yeah. ever. Exactly. But like, so. I feel like what AEW does is they tell you something to talk about, but then they just wing it. They you give you I mean? a concept yeah. and let you go. Here's that's the topic whatever. you talk it's about. It's very indie. Yeah. Or very good. Indie. Vague, vague bullet points to keep you on topic of what you're trying to establish yes. and mm-hmm. get over. It was, and you fill in the gaps. It was like ECW. Paul Heyman didn't write out fucking scripts. No. Did they have? Did they even have writers? Or no, it would have been Paul. Whatever. Paul Heyman, Taz, Tommy Dreamer. Everything. And Ray and everything was filmed at his mom's house. Yeah. Right in the basement. Yeah, in like his mom's basement. You know, like the you know, like the vignettes you would see of Joey Styles talking in front of like an ECW, ECW banner. Flag yeah, or a banner. That, that was, was his in, mom's basement. While while his mom was ironing all the uniforms for the yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. Outfits. Yeah. All the singlets were getting cleaned Seriously. down there. Yeah, Damn, there's probably shit in the bottom of the singlet too. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. I don't want to. There was a that. lot of like that. That's where he ran it. It was literally out of his house. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why it's wow. that much more impressive. 
Yeah. Because it was really like he had no money, Mark. He didn't have like anything. It was horrible businessman, like we always say. Horrible <laughs> businessman. Liar. But I mean, you got to mean, you steal, right, Eddie? Yeah. He. I don't want to defend it, but I have to defend it because he was just. It was so epic at the fucking time. He was conniving. I feel so bad for the not boys. That, not that you want to defend it. You get it. The better way to put it is you get it. Yeah. You because I saw it. a bigger picture, and I think they all saw the bigger picture. Right. It's just, unfortunately, Vince is a fucking vulture, and he was able to pick off. He picked off Taz. He picked off the Dudleys. You know, he was getting these well, guys. Well, Dudleys had the most success, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, RVD regardless, did too. as soon as they got the contract to go to TNN, Taz, gone. Mm-hmm. Dudley Boys, gone. Taz drops the belt to Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome, That was a controversial moment. WCW, gone, you know, very shortly after. And they were just like, all right, we got this big fucking dude. He can sell on TV. Like, like nobody, like he is exactly what everybody pictures remember, a WWE champion to be. Remember so those he's our Taz ECW vignettes, champion. how dark they were? Like, I no remember one can the stop ta- this path of rage. I, re- I remember those. <laughs> Dude, he beat Kurt Angle. Yeah. And then the next pay-per-view jobs to the big boss man. And then jobs to Jerry Lawler. Because he's not six foot eight. Yeah. He that, had a body. Was when, he was, was built, but he was five foot eight. Yeah. yeah. If that. Taz then didn't do well because of the because nature of, of the height. business today would be a monster but, oh dude if taz was out now would be a completely different fucking ball game yeah. i know it sucks he just was uh ahead victim of, of the time yeah he was way ahead of his time because you know what dude in ecw paul Heyman booked a lot him of those guys like broke. a monster and you know what? As Everyone believed it. Yeah. Everyone believed it. Because he was literally like one of the toughest guys. Taz like, mission, baby. Dude. He all could, of his matches were good. And every all of his matches were in. good. Him him, and, and Shane Douglas. behind the booth. Well, Shane, yeah. there's, that's a good example of a wrestler who thrived so well in ECW yes. that he, in my opinion, his personality wouldn't thrive anywhere else except that. But you know what? Like when he was in uh, WWE, when they first brought him up. And he went against Angle. That was awesome. That mm. was fucking awesome. And then Im- immediately dropped the ball with him. But they did have him go against Triple H on Raw uh, well, that with means the that ECW they... belt. Uh-huh. So they had some sort of thought like, you know, okay, maybe we got something here. But what does Triple H do? He walks over to him and like puts his hand over his head to show everyone how much shorter mm. he is. And that kind of crushed him. Yeah. Because Vince immediately was like, this guy's a fucking midget. Like, what am yeah. I going to do with a guy like this? He, right, that this well, is our it, champion. I feel like they did it on purpose. Yeah, because that's I mean, Triple H. Who? Yeah, I mean, who who was the, who was the shortest champion height-wise? Danny Bryan. I think. Well, like, leading before, while oh, Taz before was there. That, Macho Man was the shortest maybe. guy, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He just looked bigger. If, if, you, if you take back. And he's still probably Sheik, 6'2". If you take back yeah. Sheik, Hogan, Macho, Warrior, Slaughter, Flair. Brett, Brett, Sean, Brett. Diesel, Brett, Brett. Yeah, but even yeah. at Sean. that, like they're not short. No, yeah, like, but I mean, you know, Taz, still Taz, over six yeah. feet tall. Taz is Taz significantly is short. Five eight. Yeah. yeah, but he wrestles like he's he wrestles like a fucking monster. Yeah, like that's a, it. Kind of kills me because like when Brodus Clay, when they were huh. talking about him, yeah, and like I saw him in like NXT and everything like that. I was like, yo, this guy could be like Taz, where like he's 
This is exactly what Vince, I think, thought he was getting with Because Taz. he was also bigger. Because he was big and like everything. He looked mean and intimidating. And then they made him <laughs> fucking somebody call my mama. Yeah. You know, like that killed yeah. me. That killed me. Because I was telling everybody, like, this guy's going to come out. He's going to be a fucking beast. It's going to be awesome. And then immediately comes out singing and dancing. Right. He had to eat shit. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Taz, I think he just got the shit. In, I mean, he obviously got the shit. He totally got the shit in it. Like, his, even, like, the way he came out, the what he wrestled in, like, it was like a fucking jumpsuit. Yeah, but you know, it was like, a wrestler gear. Gear. It yeah. was wrestling With ge- the towel over No, there. no, no. Not the fucking, like... Carhartt fucking yeah. like no 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 no, 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 no. no, no. Like, hey, he had the singlet yeah, you know I'm, like I, the no leg yeah. singlet and everything he was a wrestler I was talking about like the jumpsuit where like he's gonna fix your car in the back yeah you know no, that I mean? was that was atrocious <laughs> he, he he went full Brooklyn there yeah and then he wasn't like, he was a chest and then I'm gonna you know work on your car later your car, right? he was a tag team champion with Spike Dudley I believe yeah which like again was another thing if Vince had no clue what to do with somebody yeah. under and, six and he was part of the hardcore what was a WrestleMania? it was a WrestleMania when they did the uh it was a 15-minute hardcore match with, like, 10 guys, and it was just, like, yeah, whoever yeah. had to fall at the end. But, like, that's garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. It's not what a guy like Taz should be doing. Yeah. You know? It's not what a guy like Taz should have what do you, been doing. Do you like what he's doing in AEW now? I love it. I want to be in Team Taz. Like, I mean, like... You like I mean, Brian Cage? Uh, he, You know, he's another juiced-up guy, but at least he can move. Like, he could definitely move for being all fucking jacked up like he is. Which yeah, is he's a of, big dude. Which like, is kind of impressive, you know? Yeah. Like... He's freakishly he's a steroid. I, I think that like he, he's not Scott Steiner, but he's like, you know, getting on that verge of like, bro, a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> a little I mean, bit like less. I look I look at him and then I look at like Bobby Lashley, who I think is. Yeah. He's just a genetic but like freak. Lashley is more of like a genetic freak to me. Yeah. yeah. Brian Cage is a somebody oh. created <laughs> these genes. Genetic freak. Yeah, I, I really like, a little bit I like Ricky rotund. Starks. So do I. He reminds me of a young rock. Not that he's ever going to get on the fucking rocks level. No. There is no rock level. Mm-hmm. But like he looks like look wise and like skill wise in the ring. Like he's like a younger rock. Yeah. Like, like, was a pretty boy. Chipper. Pretty boy. Ricky yeah. Starks. Right. Uh, yeah. Something something. Like, yeah. 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 Taz like, dropped that pretty boy bullshit though. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, and then I know he wanted to get Will Hobbs. Into yeah, yeah. Will Hobbs Dude, to I would me, love that. Yeah, I think a... Will Hobbs would be better than Ricky Starks in that group, but Will Hobbs would be great as a face. Stays yeah, a face. Yeah, Will Hobbs is a. I think Will Hobbs is a face more. He of a... could get a really good run in that company. He could. And now we're seeing like Pac or yeah, Pac slash Neville. He's coming back. Yeah, good. And I'm glad he's Pac. Yeah. Uh, what was Neville's theme or what was his uh, uh the, the man, man that, that gravity, gravity forgot? forgot. Yeah. yeah. Jericho saved him in a match. Yeah, because he broke his ankle. Yeah. And then, like, the ref was a dumb shit and didn't pay attention. Charles Robinson. Yeah. And then he purposely got disqualified. And then, like, Jericho literally, like, cursed him out in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Who saved Chris Jericho's life in a match? Mr. Perfect? Mr. Perfect. 96 WCW, I think it was, or 97 in WCW. He goes for the Lion Salt. And, like, he was blatantly landing on his neck. And uh, Perfect put his knees up and saved him. Because mm. it propped him up a little bit yeah. more. Wow. You, know, you know who doesn't save anybody's life? Goldberg in a match. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, he, he tries to end he, it. He almost killed Undertaker. He ruined Bret Hart's career. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the stiffest guys to work with. Apparently, him and, like, Ryback are the top two guys that are, like, the stiffest because guys in the company. Ryback. 
because it's all those muscle idiots. Uh, they don't know how to work. They're just like wannabe tough guys that just fight people and kind of suck at the art of sports of uh, <laughs> the art and sport uh, of professional wrestling. wrestling. Just like Shane Douglas, put him about. over, put him over. The sport of professional wrestling. Shane Douglas, I believe, made his debut in WWE in 1990 at yeah. the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was like very... He looked like Brian Pillman yeah. with the orange trunks. So... Yeah. So, we really appreciate you listening to this episode of Sunset Flip Radio, as always. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us at... Sunsetflippodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, and we're actually we're getting business cards made... And we'll be uh, distributing those to uh, who we feel like we should. And we're trying right now to get pro- uh, a little promoting right now. With I'm going to go to like Target and stuff, and I'm going to just put them in pockets of clothes. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. That's, that's guerrilla marketing, and it's funny. It is. And, what, uh, what you need to do is come to that signing in I December. Was, I was actually going to ask Jeff to talk about it. Yeah, so the uh, Major Figure Wrestling Podcast um again that's uh matt cardona formerly zach Ryder, and uh um, long brian island myers IC. long island iz and brian myers formerly kurt hawkins of wwe fame um you know they have their patreon and they have the uh you know facebook groups and everything like that for their toys and so on and so forth but um the create a pro wrestler that kurt hawkins does he is doing a toy drive in Long Island in December. I think it was the seventh, tenth, or somewhere it was a around Thursday. Yeah, yeah. It was either, a, the second. Either Thursday. way, you could go on their social media, and they do have it posted there. Um, but they're doing a toy drive where if you donate two un, uh, unopened wrestling figures, specifically oh, wrestling okay. figures, there you go. That was my question. Yes, um, you can go into the autograph signing, and the people that are going to be there are Hawkins, Ryder. Um, there's MJF. also going to be MJF, which is awesome. Taz, who never does autographs. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, another one of my guys. Um, Smart Mark Sterling, um, two of the guys from the Dark Order, um, and Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is going to be there as well. So it's a free autograph signing, but you have to just drop off two um, unopened wrestling figures. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. for the Toys for Tots. Nice. So it's going to be like, you know, endorsed with like ringside collectibles. So I'm sure that there's going to be some stuff there too. Yeah. You know, a yeah. bunch Probably of like giveaways figures. and stuff there too. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to do all kinds of stuff like that. If you bring 10 package toys, they actually will give you an exclusive um, 8 by 10 like print that you can get signed by everybody. Oh, but that's the awesome. print is only for the people that bring 10 figures. Oh, that's easy. How many are you bringing? At, ten least, ten. At yeah. least ten. At least ten. I yeah, actually usually do donate around, you know, three to five hundred dollars worth of like toys like every year uh for toys to tots. It's good for taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm kidding, I'm fucking with you, man. No, but uh you're not wrong, uh, but, right. no, <laughs> no, I, but think I actually kidding. I love toys for tots because you know, growing up when I was really young, I, we didn't have a ton of toys. Yeah. You know, hear, we yeah. you know, it, we didn't a, have a lot of money. It's a great so thing for the it's, it's a probably great, one of the coolest thing. things it's for, for the people. Absolutely. So like that's for the, the kids, thing, too. Man. It's if for the you kids. if you go to this event, it's like Christian. don't it's go. For the oh God, don't <laughs> how even. dare you? Don't go with like thirty things to have Taz sign. Don't be a dick. Like you know, understand it's for the kids. So bring like one or two things, and like you know, it's fine. I've, like, I've never sign been it, to. I, but, I've been to a signing because it was part of Access or WrestleMania weekend, but. Yeah. Like I've never gotten really anything signed because I wouldn't know what other than the, like a. I would get a figure. I have. I have an ECW belt. Um, mm. 
I have 13 people signed on it currently. Wow. And I need Taz on it because it's also obviously, the Taz. Obviously on the back end. I've had like, it's kind of all little Guido for some reason signed it on the actual like, oh, metal the, uh, part. Guido and Julio De Niro both did that. And I'm like, bro, what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, that's one item that I bring around to all ECW guys. I already have Tommy on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I won't get him on that. But I also have a um, promo of Taz from 91 when he was a Taz maniac. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna shit when he sees something like that. Wow. So I'm a big Taz Mark, if you couldn't tell. But Got me. it. Yeah. <laughs> what we said before. That was when he wore like jungle print. Yeah. 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 Tasmaniac. Yeah. He was debuted. At. But but seriously, you guys should really check out that uh, event. If good marketing to, event. Yeah. To take the ride, if you want to do that. If not, you could still go to Ringside Collectibles and donate the toys that you want from their website. You obviously won't get anything signed because you're not going to physically be there. Yeah. But if you want to donate to the cause, it's a very good way. Just go through Ringside Collectibles. Nice. Yeah. So, um, cool. We should just handle the business because, hey, uh, you want to do an interview? No, that's 100% <laughs> what you got to do is go to an event like that, give your card to everybody. I plan on doing it, you know, yeah. for my stuff. Yeah. So, I already know a lot of the people, but I'm still going to hand out the stuff because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Any new listener is a good listener. So, it is. Nice. No, but, that's uh, pretty cool. But again, thank you for everyone for listening and uh, make sure you comment on this. You can ask us any questions. You can do whatever you want. Tell us how good of a job we're doing. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. Questions, please. concerns, cries of outrage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we will be debuting our new topic next week or this week for next week, as we always do. And make sure you check out Jeff's uh, YouTube uh, Noise Toys videos. I saw the one with... Uh, your uh aew one that was awesome yeah thank you that yeah was, that was a nice find um those were the aw figures had a big hasbro loose collection mm-hmm. pickup with the ring and stuff yeah and the uh retros yeah the mattel retros also so yeah. that video and the uh box break of the 2020 undisputed was killer too because that was a fucking awesome box so yeah but you guys could see me on uh facebook and instagram noise toys n-o-y-z-e-t-o-y-z and same thing same thing with the youtube show and uh if you want to talk shit about christian i will listen to messages (laughs) (laughs) all right guys peace love and wrestling and take care later